בבית, את אלי שון, אני רואה את גיקסטרס. Welcome to episode 76, part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, John. <laughs> And in the second part... In the second part, we basically... Um, well, as people know, the fans of the show, know that after we do the movie box office releases here in the States... Yes. We talk video games that are coming out. Yes, and movies. And movies, yes. yes releases DVD of the week. Releases of the week. So, yeah, so... Uh, That's basically what goes on. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, we do cover the nerd news, so you get a full dose of both releases of the week and their news. Yeah, we went nonstop, folks. We gave it to you hard and fast. Oh. And we did throw Oscars in there when we could. When we got updates, we let people know. Yeah, I think I got to be honest, um, for those people who are listening to this, we were kind of keeping track between recordings mm-hmm. of this. And I got a feeling I think I'm winning. Yeah, it looks like I was, we were doing some more updates and it looks like <laughs> there's a lot more that you circled or, you know. I, so. I, 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 I'm, my fingers are on the pulse of what the Oscar community looks for. That's right. Mm, mm. You're turning into an over 70-year-old white man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! Oi! 12 years a slave. Hey. 12 years a slave. It's not like 40 years a slave like us Jews. He walked across the desert. Somebody opened up a sea. He was free. Oi. Twelve years a slave. That's like a weekend for us Jews. <laughs> Not that I'm saying anything bad about it, but I'm just saying. Twelve years a slave versus 400,000. Well, actually, 400 years. I'm Jewish. I'm like to, I like to exaggerate. <laughs> But like 400 years of being a slave. So that 12 years, <laughs> that was a rough weekend for us. <laughs> But building the pyramids, walking across the sand, making sure wall, water doesn't fall on us. Oy. The killing of the firstborn, the last supper, that Jesus guy. Oy. He put a clink, a crink in the, wrinkle in the system. I said, oi. <laughs> oh. Now, you guys wandered in the desert for 40 years. What did you do in those 40 years of wandering around? A lot of complaining. <laughs> It's got sand everywhere. <laughs> Oof. Some parts inside I've never even seen in ages. <laughs> And my wife, I know, hasn't seen. Hooey. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to walk through sand? No, I do not, no. You've never been on a beach? <laughs> Very rarely. Okay, do you remember that feeling you got when you walked barefoot across the yeah, sand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that for 40 fucking years. <laughs> With nothing but the sun beating down on you. Hot sand all the time. All the time. All the time. Wow, wow. Do you guys have any water out there? Nah, here and there, but right. we didn't complain. <laughs> You just said you were complaining before. Well, not that loud. I mean, even you mean like, hey, where's the food? It was more like, oh, hey, where's the food? I'm a little parched. I could use a water. Harold, you know, my wife would be bitching, complaining. We're like, oh, I'm just saying. I mean, we're walking for 40 years. We got something to nosh on. No. And everything we did had sand in it. And we're following this old guy with a cane, with a big stick and a beard. 
walking straight. <laughs> I swear we got lost because he's too proud to ask for directions. <laughs> then we came upon this water. And next, you know, he raised his hands up and the water parted. <laughs> and I was like, that's some neat trick. We, when he comes to Vegas, we have to go see him. <laughs> Then we walked through the we walked through the water, and it went from hot sand to wet sand. <laughs> it is squishy. <laughs> I was picking out sand in my feet for days. Wow! Oi! <laughs> I was like Moses. Do you even know where we're going? <laughs> what did he say? He wasn't paying attention because oh. I was way in the back. <laughs> I was more like Jesus Christ. Where the <laughs> fuck are we going? <laughs> Would have heard him to ask for directions to Israel. <laughs> no. <sighs> We're following stars, <laughs> forgetting about the rotation of the earth. I think we went in circles for four days. <laughs> I was like, hey, there's two footprints, and then there's one <laughs> footprint. What's going on? But then I realized the guy in front of me was missing a leg. <laughs> What'd you say? 12 years a slave. Doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> Compared to the 400. Or the 40 years we were walking through that sand. <laughs> but overall, our slavery was 400 years. Yeah. So. <sighs> so quit complaining. Until <laughs> you've walked 40 years in the hot sand, then you complain. <laughs> but I don't want to complain. <laughs> Would you like something to eat? <laughs> I got the nice pickle. <laughs> You call them Jewish pickles, but we just call them pickles. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I got some rye bread. You people call it Jewish rye. I don't know what the difference is. It's still rye bread. Yeah, that's true. What's the difference between Jewish rye and regular rye? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I guess one complains more. <laughs> you're going to put some nuts? Hey, you're going to make a sandwich or you're just going to lick the bread? <laughs> I don't know. You lick the bread. I don't know. I don't think the right bread. <laughs> I'm more of a baguette man, man myself. <laughs> but I don't want to complain. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I forget now. We're doing the part two. Oh, that's right, part two. We did the movies. We're talking Oscars. <laughs> Oi, Oscars. <laughs> Do you know how much flack we got for the Oscars? No, how much? They say Jews run the entertainment industry, which is kind of true. I got a, I got an Uncle Shekel. <laughs> Uncle Shekel. Uncle Shecky, we call him. Uh, okay, he's my nephew. <laughs> he's your nephew. Yes, <laughs> Uncle Shecky's your nephew. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask. I'm not gonna ask. He's like everyone's <laughs> uncle. He's <laughs> like the guy you come to. He's like, hey, like Uncle Buck. Oh, okay. Like everyone loves him. He's like your uncle, but he's not really family. Gotcha. Gotcha. Except this one's my family. <laughs> that is your family. Yes. <laughs> uncle Shecky. <laughs> uncle Shecky. Well, it's good to have an uncle like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, he complains a little bit here and there, but uh, he's in the industry. What do you want? <laughs> what does he complain about? Yeah, you name it. <laughs> Too many Jews in the Joe business. <laughs> not enough Jews in Joe business. <laughs> <laughs> what about Gentiles? Oh, don't get him started on Gentiles. <laughs> he could talk for hours about Gentiles. <laughs> and they're always trying to ruin things. 
the Son of God movie. What the hell is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Keep wondering. Son of God, who's that guy? Because <laughs> we Jews, we don't have a Son of God. That's true. You see that? Yes. I look, you look confused. <laughs> I'm just laughing too much. <laughs> oh, but enough about me. I let you boys go. <laughs> okay, thanks. I had to get back to the deli. <laughs> thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem. As <laughs> <laughs> our magical Jew flutters away. <laughs> what, is the, what was the magical Jew's name? So, what? <laughs> what was the magical Jew's name? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought of it yet. Herman. Herman. Hoyman. Hoyman. Hoy. Uh, yeah, I think it was my grandfather's uh, name, Herman Richmond. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always called him Pop Pop, so I was starting to really like, you know, yeah. it's not like, hey, Hermie, what's up? <laughs> it was Pop Pop. Hey, Pop Pop, how you doing? Hey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so we talk news, we talk Oscars, you know, we get in a little couple laughs here and there. We talk about Mr. Movie Phone. Yeah, Shadow Stevens, a name that right now, right now, his ears are going. Someone's talking about me. <laughs> I'm relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Shadow <laughs> <laughs> fades in the distance like a shadow in, in all of entertainment. <laughs> so anyway, that, this is what you're going to hear in part two. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll stop now and we'll see you at the end. Bye. And we're back. Yeah. You're listening to Geeksters here on AquanetRadio.com or iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right. So yes. um, let's get the DVD releases. Oh, yes. Yes. Sure you guys want to talk about dogs again? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. I, no, I, I we keep talking about take back our present. <laughs> <laughs> The hell you are. <laughs> no, Rutger Hauer is, uh, is he, isn't he, uh, Van Helsing? She doesn't even know. No. She's yeah. all talking about this movie. Like, hyped it what? up. Yeah. Yes, Rutger Hauer plays, uh, Van Helsing. All right. How, old, am, how old is that movie, by the way? It's fairly new. Because um, he looks fairly old. That's what yeah. I'm like. It's, fa- it's fairly new because it has Thomas Crutchman from Wanted. Um, and he's also, isn't he also in, um, I, when you said the name, I had no clue. So. Yeah, no, yeah. Hold on. If he's, only if there was a, a way to figure find that out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Asia Argento's in it, too. 2012. Okay. Uh, All right. Asia. Right. Uh, her name is Asia, not Asia. Oh, really? It's Asia. They always call her Aussie. Sorry, that's her name. I never knew that. Yes. She's Italian. See? And we learned something here today on Geeksters. <laughs> it's that horror shit whenever you have a horror question. The thing I learned is not to bring up dogs. The more you know. (laughs) All right, so um, this Tuesday we got new movies coming out. And I got to be honest, there's really only one movie I'm interested in. Which one's that? Is it the first one? Is it Hunger Games, Catching Fire? Damn straight it is. All right. Sexy. Sexy J-Lo. J-Law. I'm going to punch in here real quick. Thomas Crutchman. He's also in um, Dracula, the TV series. And he uh, was... Uh, added to the cast of Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, he was the actor we were talking about, got added to. Um, he is going to be playing uh, Baron von Strucker. Oh, okay. I think it is. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because he plays Van Helsing. He plays Van Helsing on NBC's Dracula. 
Ah. Gotcha. Yeah. All so right. there you go. All right. That's why I knew the name. All right. So, um, so yeah, The Hunger Games, the second movie comes out Tuesday, which I am picking up. Great movie. Great movie. And it had an ending where I was like, I want part three right fucking now. All right. <laughs> nice. That's how good it was. And recall, what's his face is in it? Um, guy who just died. Oh, my God. The guy who just died. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Oh, that's right. Yes. And they said, I don't know, I think we mentioned in the last time we talked about this, for the, because the, part three is going to be in two parts. Yes. That for part, the part two of the third part, mm-hmm. whew, they actually are digitalizing him in for some of the scenes that he was needed for. Yes. Because he only had like a week left to film in when, you know, that they were going to call him back to finish out the rest of the film when he died. So, but they found a way to be able to kind of keep him in the movie and still be faithful to the script and the books. Right, so, right, yep. But it was so good. Way better than the first one, though. I mean, I liked the first one, but this was, like, really knocked out of the park. Action and drama, and it was like, yeah! And she's, every time I see her, she just looks sexier and sexier. And then we get to see, I get to see her again in American Hustle. That's right. That was a good movie. She's going to win the Oscar tonight. I'm you, just saying. You think so? Yeah. All right. She's awesome. Okay. Awesome. All right, what else is coming out? 12 Years a Slave is coming out. This is, of course, a multi-nominated film for the Oscars tonight. Yeah, uh, my understanding, the plot is free black man gets accidentally thought to be a non-free black man, and he's a, a slave for 12 years. Or he's a free black man who gets mistaken for a slave and then becomes a slave for 12 years. Why are you biting your tongue, Ed? Because there's a, there's a evil joke in there, but I just don't want to say it. Because you're afraid you're going to offend somebody? Yeah. Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. What else? Ours is coming out. You're like, huh? Oh, that Paul Walker movie. Paul Walker movie is coming out on DVD. I thought it was going to hit the theaters. I guess not. Um, Actually, no. When we went to the movie theater last week, he's got another movie coming out. I think that's the one they're talking about. Oh, okay. Where it's him and some French free runner. It's like an action flick and... Paul Walker free runs. It's like, hey, yeah, I know. It's like we're doing a show here, yeah. ladies. I'm looking at the Academy Awards. <laughs> and it's like people photobombing. <laughs> I got a picture awesome. of Jared Leto of photobombing and Benedict Cumberbatch photobombing you too. Okay, I want to see, nice. see the Benedict Cumberbatch because I care I'll about post him. It to Facebook. <laughs> speaking of, it's pretty damn. Funny. Oh, speaking of, remember the the week we were all kind of snowed in, kind of sort of. Which one? <laughs> Uh, right before you went on vacation. Yeah. Yes. I was since I was stuck in the house. I watched the entire first season of Elementary mm-hmm. and the entire third season of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> so now, so now I'm, I'm like, if if only I had the power to absorb what I watched on TV. Because I'm all like, oh, I see by the lint on your shoulder that you were outside on a windy day. Like I feel like <laughs> <laughs> Elementary, my dear Ed. <laughs> all right. So what else comes out? The uh, 30th anniversary of the Bob Dylan's uh, concert. I know you're like, ooh. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Everybody must get stoned. Exactly. By Bob Dylan. Yep. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> <laughs> For those people who want to relive the uh, trout sing that the Seattle Seahawks gave, uh, that comes out in blue, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't really put that in the list. Well, no. Yeah, I figured that. That's the reason why I popped it up. It's not really a sports show. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but some people are going to go, dude, I won money on that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
What else? An American Tales coming out on Blu-ray. Oh, five of them. Yeah, I should have scratched my voice. Out there. Who sings that? Beneath the Ed does. <laughs> Let him. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> We'll stop. <laughs> What's the name of that song? Is it, is it, is it somewhere out there? Yeah. It might be. Somewhere out there. All right. Well, uh, that okay. song is actually the reason. Yeah. Just a quick aside. That song is the reason that uh, when I get the tattoos, I'm, I'm going to be getting tattoos for, for a tattoo for my nephew. Mm-hmm. It's going to have um, constellations above it because it's the idea that, you know, yeah, we're separated, but we're all under the same the same sky Aww. and looking at the same thing. You're gonna make me cry. Yeah. Oh, I think I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Those chicken and waffle chips. No. <laughs> it's a song about a Jewish mouse. It's basically what it is. <laughs> it's about coming to L. He's Jewish. You do never. No one ever picked up that up. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in a long, 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 no long ever- time. No one ever picked that up? No. It's a, it's a tale about, you know... Jewish immigrants? Yeah. Jewish Spielberg? Yeah. Okay. Hello? Hello? Somewhere She sings it just as bad as he does. I shall spread the black flag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this horrible lip sync. <laughs> I will spread my seed. Impregnating another mouse and spread the dreaded plague. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, so what else is coming out? I brought a tear to my eye for another reason. Aww. <laughs> the pain. <laughs> so what else is coming out? Damn it. Uh, Doctor Who, the time of the doctor is coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. Yay. That's uh, the, a Christmas special. Yes. That's uh, what you call what's Matt Smith's uh, final episode. Final episode, correct. All right, what else is coming out? All right, uh, Venture Brothers, complete fifth season is coming out. Do you watch this show? Actually, I do. I don't. So it's a funny uh, Johnny Quest. All right, fair enough. What else? This one I thought you'd be thrilled about. Teen Titans Go: Mission to Misbehave, Season One, Part One's coming. I'm out. picking that up for my nephew. That's what I thought. Yeah, I actually enjoy that show. Yeah, his nephew. As no, thinking. seriously, my my sister was talking about it because, and I was like, yeah, it's Season One, Part One. She's like, oh my god, really? I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up for you. She's like, thanks, because Logan, they they watch endless hours of it. Um, what else? Peabody and Sherman Volume 1 and 2 are coming out. They're gearing up for the movie. That's right. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. I'm going to pick these up because I enjoyed Peabody and Sherman's back in the day. Sure. They were funny. There's also, yeah, Volume 1 and Volume 2, probably was funny when I was like, Probably it was funny when I was a little kid and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's historical, so yeah. why would it be, you know, stupid? Because of the bad pun at the end of the show. <laughs> Those were the best. <laughs> 
bad puns have you on the radio right now, just so you know. That's true. <laughs> so know your roots, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what else? Well, that's it. We all for DVDs. Really? Is there anything that I missed that well, you uh, like to add? That, I'm uh... surprised you didn't mention Old Boy, the remake of the Spike Lee movie, remade the pretty big um, Japanese movie, Old Boy. No, I never heard of that. Really? Yeah. Wow, that uh, I'm really, I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. Yeah, that comes out. That's with Josh Brolin. Okay. Basically, for myself in the trailer, because I never saw the original. All I saw was the trailer for this one. He, uh, his daughter gets kidnapped. No, he gets kidnapped and hidden away for like 20 years. And then they set him free and he tries to, re- and it's basically a revenge flick. He tries to find the people who have done this to him. <laughs> what? I'm just reading the editorial review for this. And the first sentence, it says, this unnecessary remake of a 20, uh, 2003 Korean hit is redeemed. A lot of people said that. They were like, why is this? Like, there is no reason to remake this movie. Number one, because it's only, what, 10 years old? Yeah, 11 that years was, old now, yeah. That's kind of thing. And it was so brilliantly done the first time. Why is Spike Lee remaking this movie? Because he ran out of ideas? I, Maybe. I don't know. The storyline is really um, interesting. I, I'd like to see how close they get it to the original. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I never saw the original, so all I know is a lot of people were pissed off that this movie He's made. kept in a hotel for, like, 20 years. Like, I mean, he's, like, fed. He's not, like, mistreated. Yeah, he's taken care or, of. Or anything. It's just he's captured. And then, like, one day he's not anymore. Um, we call wow. it Garden State's coming on Blu-ray. I like that movie. Did you? Yeah, Garden State was a good movie. Okay. Um, Hairspray. Hairspray. The original or the remake? Uh, the original. Looks uh, like. Uh, cool, because I'm a big John Waters fan. Yeah, the original. Um, let's see. I'm looking down here. Maybe not. It's kind of a late week. Yes. Very late week. You know, for DVD and Blu-ray releases. All right, so let's move over to to games. Well, you think you think that was late? <laughs> There's only two games, and one is really not really worth a mention. Only one's worth mentioning. Yes. So I'll give you the one that's not really worth mentioning first, and then we'll move on to the second one. Zoo Tycoon is coming out by Microsoft for the Xbox One. Oof. Yes. Yeah, I got And it. actually, this has already been announced several times. It's just been pushed back. Again, thanks, Microsoft, for pushing it back. So don't really expect it to come out Tuesday because I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be there. No, I think at this point I, I think like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't care. There's only one movie I care one one movie one game I care about. One game you care about could it be South Park: The Stick of Truth? Damn straight by Ubisoft. It's about fucking time for the PS3, Xbox 360, and PC. So it's not even making the new consoles. No, because well, okay. The reason it's why it's not making it over—it's been over a year since this movie, this movie, this game was supposed to be out March of last year. Mm-hmm. So that means it was announced uh, like in the year 2012. Yes. So then, when 20, but it was made by THQ. It was being made by THQ, which went out of business. So the game got put on hold, which caused the first, like, I guess, kind of like the first stumbling block. Mm-hmm. But then Ubisoft picked it up. And then they they went, okay, we're going to make it. It's got Matt and Trey doing the, the voices. They wrote mm-hmm. the script. It's very open world. It's basically kind of like a Skyrim meets South Park. And, of course, how everything happens, bing, bang, boom. I think uh, 
But here it is. Uh, an epic quest to become cool. From the per per perilous battlefields of the fourth grade playground, a young hero will rise, destined to be South Park's savior. From the creators of South Park, Trey and Matt Stone, comes an epic quest to become cool. Introducing South Park, the stick of truth. For thousands of years, the battle has been waged. A sole reason human and elves are locked in a never-ending war, the stick of truth. But the tides of war are soon to change as word of a new kid spreads through the land. His coming foretold by the stars. As the moving vans of prophecy drive away, your adventure begins. Arm yourself with weapons of legends and defeat underpants gnomes, hippies, and other forces of evil. Discover the lost stick of truth and earn your place at the side of Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny as their new friend. Succeed and you shall be South Park Savior. Commenting on social status at South Park Elementary, value will ever become known as a loser. Can we interrupt for a second? Yeah, apparently, because you guys are chit-chatting over yeah, no. there like fucking school Because uh, I would just like to, if if I may. We have one winner. Jared Leto wins the Oscar. Yeah. All right, big deal. <laughs> You're such a hater, man. I don't know. It's not, again, I, it would be like, again, if it was to me, he won because he dressed in a skirt. Hey, I picked him. And looked really good doing so. I might have a shot. <laughs> that's who I picked, too. <laughs> and that's it from there. We. So did that's you our him? only win. Yeah, I yeah. did. I actually right. picked him. I think that is... I, I. It's more than just a guy in a skirt. Man. I picked him because I didn't think he I mean, win. look, I understand the whole process and about... Bra but he's not, the, it's, he's not the first person to do that. I know, but that's... It's, it's, usually, though, it's like more on like a comedic front... I, I I would what do you call it? I would debate that. I mean, I would say, what about um, um, World According to Garp? You know, a comical response. Why I became a woman, but still was a woman. In, you know, the men. What was his face? Um, ah, oh, crap. The guy from Thirty Rock, uh, and also he was the bad guy in. For you it would be um, bon, Buckaroo Banzai in the. Oh, oh. Uh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just like saying, like, for instance, like, I'm referring to things like in a Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Terrence Stamp plays somebody who goes through the full transformation. Right. Or you, I could, I, and I could point to you as Tu Wong Fu. It was also an Oscar nominated movie. Right. But not none of them are transgendered. They're drag queens. That's the big difference. Well, I, I, I understand. But again, the character, I get. Fine, transgender. He's playing a transgender as an actor, dude in a skirt. Okay, I mean, I get, I get the whole. Fair enough, sir. I, I mean, I get the whole. It's, it's a, uh, you know, ooh, it's wonderful, it's great because you know. But do you really think that this movie is now going to cause a surge in transgender movies that aren't already in the system? I, I mean, I think it's just great that this story is out. I mean, it's not just that there's a transgender person in it. It's the premise of the story and, and what it came across, you know? Well, sure. Again, but do you, and his his performance could be Oscar-worthy. Obviously, it's Oscar-worthy. But um, how come he didn't get an accolades when he played us? Uh, was it Sirhan Sirhan who shot um, Lennon? No. Who shot Lennon? Because he played, um, who's the guy? Uh, John Chapman. Yeah. He played him in a movie, and he gained like a hundred pounds to play that character. No one saw that movie. No one gave him accolades as an actor. 
So, and they were saying that that performance was brilliant. So I'm not saying, I'm not denying him as a good, as a bad actor. I'm saying, I think it depends on how Hollywood views the movie. You mean so? So basically, it comes down to it's it's all political. It always has. Yeah, it's been. always oh, been yeah. political. No, yeah. but that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like what it boils down to is it's it's all political. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I mean, totally, I totally. Agree. That movie, like, that movie was almost like a direct-to-video or like an art house film, mm-hmm. and they're saying he was brilliant in it, but no one cared. But you th- because it, he was the lead mm-hmm. character, but you throw Matthew McConaughey in there and you make it a a more sad story, mm-hmm. and. The hell was that? that that's the theory. That like, nice. like, and I'm like I said, I'm not taking away anything from the movie itself because I know it's a powerful story. It's based on a true story. You know, I'm sure he did his homework because that's the kind of actor that he is. He gets really in. He is kind of like an underplayed De Niro in a way. Yeah, he's <coughs> out because to me, he will always be Jordan Catalano. I, I, to from me, my he'll... so-called life. He'll, to me, he'll always be the lead singer from third week off. From uh, uh, 30, thirty seconds, seconds to yeah, Mars. thirty seconds to Mars. He is, you know, and I gotta admit, like he is brilliant as as the lead singer. He's, I think I think the songs are amazing. And if you, I don't know if you've ever watched the music videos that they put out. Yeah, the music videos are like little movies. Well, They're yeah, I mean, fabulous. Again, not taking away anything from his performance. I mean, I'm sure it was you saw. I mean, you both obviously saw it. Mm-hmm. You thought he was great and fantastic. And so he's well deserved the Oscar. Mm-hmm. You know. I you know like all right that's great but to me as a viewer I don't have like Matthew McConaughey is going to win because he lost weight for the role yeah you know I mean per- <clears throat> you know like in just looking over everybody who's been nominated it's all the same movies over and over again like yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness only has one nomination and personally I think the only reason they probably put it in there is because they didn't have anything else to put in there. I, so I, they, they just picked well science fiction science fiction movies horror movies hardly ever get mm-hmm. nominated for anything yeah. I mean the last horror movie that really got Visual nominated effects, that's the would, would have been um, Silence of the Lambs which mm-hmm. is a, gr- a great movie and well deserved of Oscars Kathy Bates won for best actress for Misery that is after was after Silence of the Right, but did not win Best Picture. She won Best Actress because everyone loved her, and that was also her first movie. But what I'm saying is, is uh, a see, lot I'm of looking, with horror films. I'm looking at, at, since we all agree that it's political, mm-hmm. first movie knocks it out of the park. The guy who won for Inglorious Bastards, the German guy, first oh, movie. Uh, Christoph Waltz? Yeah, first movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he's big. A, he's a brilliant actor, too. A court, great actor. Everything, I, I loved him in Django Unchained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, it's very political. I mean, you stand out. We call it, I think, personally, like when The Sixth Sense came out, I thought Halle Joel Osmuth should have won the Oscar, but they gave it to Michael Keane for whatever role he was in that year. Oh, when, yeah. Hold on. I'll look it up. And even Michael Keane was like, really? really? Yeah. Me? That like, was a surprise. It really blew it, like, uh, you know, like it out of the water. Like, what? Yeah, because I know he wasn't prepared. His speech was... Uh... It was kind of like, um, um, um thanks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think. I mean, but like science fiction, I think the only reason why Peter Jackson won Best Director and Best Movie is because he spent 11 years making that trilogy. The, the, the original The original Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He's not going to win anything for, for, the, the, second, Hobbit, for no. the second three. No. Because they kind of gave him his... It's, it's like a kind of an Oscar. It's like, you Cider know... Ciderhouse Rules. Ciderhouse Rules? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Which uh, was a really critical because I think that had... What's her face? Um... Kind of really bad I'm pulling it up right now. Um, let's see. Oh, hot blonde who turned herself ugly for the the recall, the movie that she won the Oscar Monsters. for. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. 
Hot chick, turned ugly, wins an Oscar. Robert De Niro gains weight, wins an Oscar for Raging Bull. Like, I'm saying that when an actor decides to make a change physically, I post an article on our Geeksters page, I think, six sure way, sure, six sure way wins ways to win an Oscar. It was wear a dress, lose weight, talk about the Holocaust. It was like, it was very, it was like, it, it really did kind of go, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. Like, and I'm not, again, not taking away anything from the performance, but I think that sometimes when you're looking at, there was an actress who was nominated for something this year. Julie Dempy, I think. Is she nominated for something? Oh, um, Judy Dench. Not Judy Dench. No, no. It's a completely different actress. Oh. I'm looking here. She basically slammed the Academy by saying it's run by rich, white, old white yeah. guys that can be bought. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah, it's not here. Morning actress, maybe? Nah. It's not Lee. There was something, not yeah. In that one. Not yeah. Judy Squibb. Huh? No. Damn, I, really, I should have posted on her page because I thought it was here. I was. It was weird. Let me look, see if I can find it. Yeah, nah, I don't think she was, I think she was nominated for something, but she was just like, you know, I, in, I think she might have gotten snubbed, but I mean, it was one of those things like, eh, it's all political. Mm-hmm. You play the cards. I mean, Ju- I, you know. Julie Delpy. There it is. That's it. She basically pretty much came out and said, you know, like, yeah, what's the point? I mean, it's old. She white. said she was in before midnight. She says Academy voters are 90% white men over 70. Yeah. That can be bought with like, almost like a sandwich. Let me take you out to dinner. Have you seen my movie? <laughs> you know? I mean, I do think that the whole Academy should, like, redesign itself because there are some really good movies out there that get over that get overlooked because of genre, because of, you know, like, I think there's a couple, like, really good horror movies that maybe could have been, like, a nod. You go, oh, my God, that movie was great. Yeah. But, like, a movie like Avengers, I don't think was ever nominated. Like, yeah. I don't want it to become... I mean, I know the MTV Movie Awards become, like, the try to become the cool hip like it's the movies that everyone wants to see mm-hmm. well, let's face it Twilight's never gonna win an Oscar never would've won an Oscar right but in the MTV we're like we love this movie yeah that's cause you know but there are certain like I think Avengers was probably one of the best movies that year I mean just for box office well, alone I mean everybody's seen it so you know I know there was <coughs> no, like, no negative review against it too right, much right but yet no one the haters but yeah I mean, but no one ever it gets overlooked yeah, like, you said haters <laughs> <laughs> Just, it registered. I'm like, did he? Yeah, he said it. I don't understand what was funny about that. You saying haters, I guess, is funny to her. Okay. It is. The haters. Don't be hating. Because there are shows that based on being haters. <laughs> are you changing the name of your show to haters? No. We're the, hate, we're the hatesters. Hatesters. And I think, to go back to the stick of truth, I think I'm, I'm getting the, uh, what do you call it, the collector's Are you guys edition. having meetings without me or no. something? I don't I think, know what's going on. I think I'm, I'm, think I'm actually, like, because like I got the call from GameStop, yeah. Ivy from GameStop going, oh, this is Ivy from GameStop. Letting you know that your game, South Park, the stick of truth, will be in stores Tuesday morning. You know? Ah. But she said, stick of truth, the collector's edition. And I'm like, I don't remember, I don't remember ordering that, but Okay. Like, I'm not going to, because the uh, the collector's edition comes with a six-inch figure of Cartman as dressed as his wizard. Yeah. And, and a hand-drawn map of South Park Kingdom. I was like, oh, all right. I, I, I'm so looking forward to playing this game. And everyone, every review I've seen about this game, nothing but positive. Yeah. Like, people are, like, saying this Just is, Just the like, videos you were showing me, like, a couple months ago when we were talking <laughs> about it, when it was supposed to be coming out at that time. I mean, it was brilliant. I yeah. Mean, it just, 
it was it looked like you're watching a show and then the the just the gameplay was just fun yeah i can't yeah. wait i can't wait but since we're talking about video games i actually have a review on not one not two but three video games this week wow all right yeah lay it on us well as people know tuesday i picked up um tuesday was thief and yes. castlevania lords of shadow 2 right i bring them home and I started playing Thief. Great game. Very first person. Very reminiscent of the original. Mm-hmm. Thought it was fun. Um, and as typical, I anything I could grab, I stole. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is one of those games where you sneak around going, oh, oh, look over there. Swipe. You know? Just kind of... You were taking virginity. I was... <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't were... nailed down, it was going in my fucking pockets. Just, yeah. Like, I'll take that. Thank you. Five gold, I can use to spend money on myself. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I started playing um, Dark uh, Dark Shadows. <laughs> um, Castlevania. And I'm playing it, and it, it looks great. It plays great. Then I remembered I never finished the first Lords of Shadow. So I kind of don't remember how. I don't know how it ends. Okay. So I'm like, well, screw it. Let me go back and you know see if I can finish it. Mm-hmm. That was on Tuesday. I've technically finished the game last night around midnight. Wow. Because that's kind of, I got, because that's how, which you would think, going, okay, well, is that normal? No, it's not normal because it's like there's 12 chapters in this book that you're kind of being narrated by, by mm. Patrick Stewart, by the way. Wow. He's a nice. voice in the game. Okay. So I'm like, that's Patrick Stewart. Like, all right, I don't I don't care about the game now. I just, just talk to me. You can read the phone book. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And then, like, I finished the stage that I, I was, like, kind of stuck on because I'm one of those people going, I'm stuck. I'll finish it in, like, four months. Like, you know, kind of <laughs> thing. When I got back to it, when I finally got past it, it was, like, chapter two. I'm like, oh. I thought I was way further in the game than I was. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm, now I'm committed. I'm pot committed. I got to. I gotta. So I lowered it down to, like, the easiest setting. And I figured, I'll just walk through it. It'll take me, like, a day and a half. No. It actually wound up being kind of challenging and kind of fun because there's little tchotchkes you got to find to help build your character. Right. Like, as yeah, always. Yeah. yeah. And then the ending happens, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, like, all right, there's the ending kind of thing. And you wait, you, and I'm one of those people who waits through the credits of a video game. Yeah. Because, you know what? It, it's funny, I won't do it with the movies, <laughs> unless it's a Marvel movie. But, Let's go. But, I got to see all the credits. But for me, well, see, the thing is with the video game, sometimes there's an achievement unlocked if you sit and watch that, you know, that, yeah. that scroll. Like, okay, I guess it's kind of like how you want to watch it because you never know there's a bumper at the end of the movie. Yeah. You can kind of tell if there is or isn't. Yeah. Video games, you're not really sure. <laughs> yes, you never and once, know. And once I got that achievement unlocked, I was like, well, I'm going to make sure I watch every, you know, and plus it always gives me that moment to kind of sit back and go, that's right, I saved the world. <laughs> that's right. This in, in Lords of Shadow, I killed Satan. All right. I'm a servant of God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> not only I kicked everyone's ass, I'm like, yeah, feeling good about myself. And then the credits are rolling by, and then it fades into, you see Patrick Stewart's character, who, I'll tell you what happens in, this first, in the movie, you kind of figure, what, what's he doing back? And he's wearing a, a monk's robe. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. He's walking through castle, and then you see, like, you in Lords of Shadow, you're playing Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel. Okay, Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel Beaumont. Oh, wow. For the people who know the game, kind of know where I'm going with this. Yeah. At the end, he kind of goes, you know, he's like, it's been a long, you know, you hear, you see somebody sitting on a throne, and he's like, I haven't seen you in a long time. He's like, I know Gabriel, and he's like, don't call me that, and Dracul, because now he's Dracula, and he's got the long hair, and he's got the fangs, and he's all bitched out, like, I, you know, I'm going to get ready to jump you. He sneaks up behind Patrick Stewart's character, gets ready to bite him, Patrick Stewart disappears, 
flies back into the like back into the scene and his robe is now on the ground and he's in a business suit and pushes like does like a kind of like a force shove. Yeah. Knocks Dracula out the window and Dracula lands in modern diet modern day. Ah, and okay. I'm like, and that's how the game ends. Like, there's a thing where he kind of goes like, "Look, if you help me, Satan's people are coming their eyes. If you help me, I can, I can end this immortality for you. Mm. I found a way." And you see Dracula kind of go, "No," kind of like up into the sky, you know, yeah, like, with all cars around him, and then end the game. I'm like, now I'm ready for part two. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then it's like, um. So like now I'm you know just kind of briefly got into him like in part one I'm like part two I'm like yeah look at me I'm in Monday. Now when did you start part two? Um, technically I started that Tuesday when I brought it home. Oh, right. But when I tried picking it up this morning when I woke up because I was just oh, I got I got you know before I went to the movies I'm like, some gaming in you know yeah. Um, I kind of lost the I kind of lost the mojo of the. The controller, yeah, because it kind of plays a little different than the first one. Of course, so my muscle memory is all like ding, 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 ding. But this one's more like ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, son of a fuck, I'm starting to. We have another winner for the Oscars. And this is supporting role. No, this is costume design. Who? Catherine Martin for The Great Gatsby. And I totally voted for that one. So did I. Yeah. All right, two for two. I think I'm going to win this, guys. Two. These are the easy ones. <laughs> Trust me. Wait till you get to what do you pick for best documentary feature? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Exactly. That's where the luck. The act of killing is what I chose. That's where, the, that's where luck comes into play. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, flip a coin. Yeah. Like best animated short. I have no clue. I did not watch any of them. This one looks cute. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, I started playing it. I think it's great, but, you know, as I'll probably play it heavily until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if I'll be snowed in or not. We just got another one. And? Uh, Dallas Buyers Club got best makeup. Ooh. Where did I Where's that one at? Come on. Uh, come on. I don't know. Oh, third think page. That, uh, third I page? I probably should have won, but, Three you know. for three. Yes. Where is that? Uh, third page, second one down on the left-hand side. Oh, okay. I picked Jackass. Oh well. I totally picked Jackass. Woohoo! I'm ahead. I, I mean, I just, I was more like, well, really, Dallas Buyers Club? I mean, it was '80s clothing, wasn't it? Well, I think it was the, in my opinion, it was the combination of, um, you know, Jared Leto's makeup, having to make uh, Matthew McConaughey look like an AIDS patient. Well, he well again well, I mean, him losing lost, a lot of he lost a lot of weight, but then they you know they probably had to go in and and make it look really I mean if really you, dramatic and add in like um, the lesions and stuff. Now, like if that. you want to see great skinny actor mm-hmm. Christian Bale and, and the Machinist, yeah, that was oof. sickly. Yeah. I mean, he looked. I mean, if I had to compare Matthew McConaughey and Christian Bale, mm-hmm. they'd be like, why wasn't Christian Bale holding yeah. an Oscar for that yeah. role just for oh, the look? And um. For Les Mis, uh, <coughs> Anne Hathaway. Right. Lost well, shaved weight. her hair and went yeah. lost weight. Yeah. So, That's amazing, though. I heard that that was like, they did that live. Yeah, they all, yeah. yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Hugh Jackman was like, that, especially that scene with him in the water. He said it was three hours of him singing in cold, wet water. Yeah. Live. And I was like, all right, which is probably the reason why I haven't watched it yet, but I own it. I'm <laughs> like, all right. You know, but again, you know, a lot of people say like, she's good, but. Not really Oscar worthy, but Who, shaved Anne her. Hathaway? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I got, 
I'm, you know, for that, I got to give her props. You know, it takes dedication to because you're you're prepping for months in advance. Sure. To lose that weight, you know, you're. She basically didn't eat anything but you know a couple crackers and that was it. Right. And then to get your head shaved live on film or not live you know, on it, film, it but worked for what do you call it, Tom Hanks. Which Philadelphia. Philadelphia story. Oh yeah, sorry. Not the Philadelphia. No, story. I'm thinking Philadelphia. that the head shaving. I'm like, what movie did he I'm shave only his thinking head of like V for Vendetta with that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Did. Natalie Portman did it too. But again, sci-fi movie. She was awesome, man. But not. And that overlooked. movie should have been nominated. That overlooked. was an amazing film. Yeah. But anyway. Again, sci-fi horror always kind of. All right. Always so. misses the boat. So uh, yeah, so that's my video game. So Tuesday, you'll next week you'll have my South Park review. If you if you come out of your house, I'll be coming out of my house. Are you kidding me? I'm I've waited over a year for this game. I don't care if I have to walk to the store to get my game. No, I mean if, we won't hear the review because you'll be still playing it. I'll call. <laughs> call in. It's going good. Click. Hold on. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's going good. I'm I'm, I'm going to kill a dragon. What well, kind of a dragon? I gotta let like you a, go. There's a dragon. Click. I'm more like fat kid in a in a in a suit, you know, because it's all live action role play in, in South Park. So it's now it's all like ooh. So. All right, so uh, that's it for DVD and movie releases, right? Yeah. Okay, so we want to slide into nerd news. Oh, we do. I mean, sure. I mean, oh, well, I'll bring up the one that I. Yeah, I brought. I'm not prepared to. Keep, while you're doing that, I will um, prepare. I gotta go to Geekster's page so I can find the article. Um, basically, I saw this article as people in the known area mm. know. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out this year. Yes. And they're releasing the trailer. And there's a character in the movie being played by wrestler Dave Bautista. Hmm. Okay? Drax. Now, originally, apparently, Jason Moma explains why Guardians of the Galaxy role wasn't for him. Now, for those people who don't know who Jason Moma is, you remind him from a little show called Stargate Atlantis. Mm -hmm. He was on that show for four years. He was most recently, most people probably remember him in Game of Thrones, first season. He was married to Khaleesi. Then he, and I'm looking at blank faces. No one watches Game of Thrones. No I found seen. a way to finally start watching it, but I'm like not trapped yet. because like, I feel like I've missed so much, so I just have to like marathon it, but I've caught bits and pieces. Okay, well, he was in the first season. He, uh, For those people who know, he was the Conan in the remake of Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and... We, he was also the bad guy in, um, do me a favor, Eric, while you're mm-hmm. doing that, can you look up his, his IMDb? Because sure, he only, um, what's his name again? Jason Moma, M-O-M-O-A. He was also married to Lisa Bonet, by the way. Really? Yeah, but she changed her name. Yeah. To, um, I forget what her, but it's. Oh, a, oh, it's, um, because Lilikoi Moon. Yeah, Lilikoi Moon. She, they're married. Wow. Yeah, we'll go figure. Right, got his IMDb pulled up. Okay, he was also the bad guy in Bullet to the Head. Yes, now, Egan. Yes, now how many other, what other movies is he coming out with? All right, for 2014, he has three films that are, are supposed to be coming out. Um, Wolves, where he's playing Connor. Road to Paloma, he's playing Robert Wolf. And Debug, playing uh, Okay, now the Road to Paloma, apparently he also directed that movie. Yes. He's a director. He's credited as a director, writer, and a star. Okay, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because for a while, Jason Moma, this is the article, seemed like a prime candidate to play Drax in James Gunn's Garden of the Galaxy. 
Rumor began circulating about a year ago that the Conan actor was a frontrunner for the role, ultimately filled by Dave Bautista. Not long after, it was announced that MoMA had dropped out of contention. But why? And these are quotes. I think it's perfectly cast, MoMA's told Zap to it. Um, Dave is perfect for the role for, for Drax. I, it didn't really fit my time uh, because I've done so many things where I don't say much and I'm colored up and I have a, my shirt off again. I made a conscious choice to turn down some movies that were action-based to direct Road to Palpoma, Paloma so people could see that side. He also said he wanted his kids to see him in different kinds of roles. I want my children to see their father happy, he said. It's not that it's not a good role. It just wasn't the right thing. I was on Stargate Atlantis for four years playing a similar character called Ronan, Ronin or whatever, um, who was an alien who didn't say much and grunted. I've been there, done that. Whether people have seen it or not, you want to stretch. Even though he didn't think the part was for him, Moma does have fond memories of his screen test with Chris Pratt. One of the funniest auditions I've ever done in my life was with him. He's phenomenal. He's going to kill it. It's going to be amazing. The whole Han Solo vibe. It's going to be a phenomenal movie. I'm glad that he's the lead in that. He's funny as hell, man. He can improv. He can just act circles around me. It was really, really fantastic. Here's the problem. For me, you as, as let's say we were all would-be actors. Mm-hmm. And someone says, your agent comes to you and says, hey, here's a role. It's going to be good for you. It's in the next Marvel movie. All right? All you got to do is be the character. You're not really a household name. Mm-hmm. You know, you got some really good credits behind you. But here now initially i feel like well if he feels that way then why did he go on the audition mm-hmm. okay then it seems to be like his attitude is well i love acting but i really want to do is direct and second i kind of feel like okay well i want my kids not to see their dad pigeonholed into kind of a thing and i'm like so you don't want your kids to have your action figure like, you don't want your kids to go, that's my dad on screen, kicking ass and taking names? Yeah, because really, are your kids going to be like, wow, there's my dad and yeah. Like, yeah, my dad's directing a movie that probably no one's going to go see. I don't even, well, do you know, is there any synopsis on the road to Paloma? Yes. Let me pull it back up. It went back I mean, up. I'm not, sl- I mean, I, I, in Hollywood, here we are talking about the Oscars, which we all admit it's very politically oriented. Mm-hmm. So I kind of give him credit for standing up to his convictions and yeah. being like, I want to try to do outside mm-hmm. the norm. But by the same token, don't you feel like you'd be able to do that if you had a name attached to your actions? I kind of wonder if um, just, you know, and this this is, you know, playing devil's advocate. I don't really know what happened that made him choose you know i'm not going to do this you know the role well i mean apparently from his mouth it's just like i didn't think it was no but i'm saying like you know after he's gone on the the audition and everything you know you would think he would say that up front so i'm thinking that's you know something happened and maybe you know they said okay we're going to give you this role in guardians of the galaxy and then he said no because i really want to do is direct well i'm I'm wondering if he if he just you know it was one of those things where they said okay we're going to be filming from this time to this time and he realized there was a conflict so he had to choose but he he would say that 
I mean, I would think that he seemed to be kind of like an upfront guy. If he's yeah. willing to sit there and say, like, like I said, I give him all the credit in the world for having integrity in Hollywood. Yeah, which is, but by the hard. same token, integrity in Hollywood is kind of a death killer. Mm-hmm. A yeah. career killer. No, it, to- it totally Cause is. Because how, how many people have, have been on that rise to stardom, mm-hmm. and then they either say something or do something or make a decision and go, eh, I don't really want to be part of that, and they fade into obscurity. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you're handed a jewel of being in a Marvel movie. Like, mm-hmm. even if it was like a DC movie. Yeah. I mean... I also wonder, too, if it if it's not a fear. Fear's not the right word. But, <clears throat> you know, this this... What the fear feeling being? of like getting up there and being huge star, and then the the stress and the fear of having to maintain it, because uh, you know basically uh, once you get up there, you got to make sure your name stays in the headlines. Right after that, but you know, I, so I'm wondering if maybe that was it too. He didn't, you know, he didn't uh, want to have to go through that insecurity of. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that I'm okay. I mean, I don't speak for anybody in this room, but. I think in order to be an actor, you have to have some type of an ego. Mm-hmm. Very few actors are kind of like the gush, golly shucks. They don't want to be hit in the spotlight kind of thing. Yeah, I the the people I know who are in the entertainment business, and f- I've heard this from other people I know who know, you know, like huge actors, they tend to be very insecure. Well, yeah. And, ver- and, and very, e- like they have an ego, but they're also very insecure. They need that validation. Right. So okay. I'm wondering if maybe he, maybe he's an outlier. He doesn't fall into that sort maybe of stereotype. Maybe he doesn't feel like he needs validation yeah. in his roles. Yeah. I, I mean, and I, he thinks, you know, kind of like what he said, like, you know, he knows that if he gets this role and he's going through it, he's going to be miserable because you know he has to do the award shows, he has to do this, and, you know, and like he's got to do the promotional name. stuff. Exactly. Whereas with this one, it's his baby, you know. So everything that he does is a direct reflection on him and it's it's you know it's a stress but a stress that you're willing to take on as opposed to you know it's almost like working that job that you you absolutely hate you know versus finding your dream job it may be you know maybe tougher but it's your baby right i mean like i said i can't slam him for having the integrity because like okay that's kind of cool like you're willing to but i kind of feel like it's a double-edged sword because no, it totally is. Because like you're not really putting yourself out there. Because right now, I, I named three roles, four roles, you know, Stargate, Bullet to the Head, Game of Thrones, and Conan. Mm-hmm. I never saw Stargate Atlantis. Did any of you guys see it? Yes. And you know who he was in the show, right? Yes. You can't miss him. He's the guy with the big scar across his yeah, face. Yeah, I actually, I actually met him at a convention. Okay. Yeah. And he's a drunk. What? <laughs> He's a drunk. I don't know where to put it. Oh, okay. He well, was, what was he like partying? He was. He had a. He had a case of beer huh. by his sign of table, and he kept drinking as he was signing autographs. Oh wow! Oh, okay, just like awesome. nonstop. All right. See, got to the point they had to stick the pen up his nose and just. Okay, so then I saw him in Conan. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought he was good. I thought was, I thought it was good. It was fun. We saw it. Yeah. Um, I, I loved him in Game of Thrones, but he didn't really have much. I mean, I'll be honest. He dies in first season. Okay. You know, because it's not his story. It's about her. It's about, you know, right. um, Kelly's. Mm-hmm. I call her Kelly's because that's her title. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's trying to reclaim the film. She's the one to chick with the three dragons. Right. Everyone loves her, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she's also somebody, too, that stood up said she's not no longer doing nude scenes in the show. Hmm. She's, you know, because there's a lot of nudity in that show. Oh, yeah. And, like, the first season, she's banging him left and right because mm-hmm. he's kind of like um, 
like a barbarian class, I guess you can kind of say. Mm -hmm. And it's all about, you know, the elimination of your enemies, the rape of your women, you know, like that kind of whole, like very masculine mm -hmm. kind of people. So, I mean, but that's it. I mean, that's that, he doesn't really have like, there's no like, oh my God, the J new Jason Momoa films that I got to see that. Yeah. Right. Because to me, he hasn't star, really, yeah. he hasn't proved himself. I mean, Dave well, Batista is. Do you think he's, you think he's got that point where he thinks he can do this? Like, I'm going to gamble. I'm not going to do this big Marvel movie. It's probably going to make me millions of dollars. And make me almost a household name. name where to give me the freedom to be able to pick and choose what I want to do at this point. Exactly. I, I don't know. Because that's kind of, I mean, okay. Like I said, if you were given that gem and you had all these aspirations as what you wanted to do, like as an actor, you want to be an actor, director, producer. Yeah, but you got to look at it too. Like go go back to past ones like Schwarzenegger, Stallone. I mean, they're the two biggest yeah, sure. action stars at half the time. Their shirts were Or off. Statham or anybody, yeah. But, yeah. but I'm just talking about like the, the real classic yeah. 80s actors. Schwarzenegger's a perfect example. So like, you know, like he did these roles, like a lot of these movies that I'm sure he didn't care about. Right. But he knew he was going to get the money for it. He was going to the recognition. Now he could do what he wanted. I mean, his, he got to a point where everybody knew, especially his name. His name's hard to pronounce at the time. I mean, right. Sports, you know, in he, he hardly knew English. Right. So it's hard to talk to him, you know, that kind of thing. He barely knows English now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like but somebody like him, he did enough roles that he's like, you know what? I'll keep doing these. He had the hunger, right? And he's like, I'll just keep doing it until eventually everybody will know who I am, and right. I'll just go out there. And you know, now I became governor. governor? Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, he could become president if he was if he was a, a what do you call it a legal re resident, national foreign yeah. citizen. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like he could have gone into directing if right. he didn't. I don't know. I don't really yeah, know Stone I mean, Square too well, but. Oh uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Stallone did oh, direct. Shoot your gun and go ah. Yeah, that's my directing. <laughs> Schwarzenegger's direct. You know, he could have directed. I mean, he could. There's multiple ways that he could have gone. Right. And that's the thing. And I think for him, who is this guy? Moma. That's yeah. The thing. Jason. 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 Jason's just going. You know what? I could go that route. I could do 12, 14 of these movies. You know, in the next five, ten years, right. and then I still might not. You know, mount something. I'm going to take a risk. And direct. I'm going to go in a totally different direction. I'm going to be happy for myself. I, I mean, and again, I have... I, I think it's a big mistake. Like, I can't fault him for that. Because look at us. We had two dudes that start off in a basement. Yeah. Just talking into microphones. And here we are with Eric and Chrissy on our on a radio show. Yeah. Being heard, you know, like yeah. this past month, we hit an all-time record high of downloads. Mm -hmm. So it just seems to be like... But we're doing this for ourselves, not for the adulation and not for the recognition. At least okay. I'm not. You know, I don't even listen to the show. You know? Oh, we're not doing it for that? I mean, we can, but does that is that what really motivates you? Oh, I thought we were You know, I mean, do you get a paycheck? <laughs> I just steal what I can out of the studio. Right. So, I mean. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, like, like I said, I can't slam him for it because I think I'm like, all right, way to stick to your guns, dude. But I'm like. Did you pull the trigger too soon? Because you're that's still... what I think. I think I don't think he has enough credibility under the belt to go. Yeah, I want to direct now. Like I, I want to go in a different direction. I want to do other things. You know, I want to do more serious roles or whatever. He's not at that point yet in his career. I yeah. think he's going to kick himself in the ass later, and I think Batista's going to thank him because, I mean, Batista is a well-established 
sports entertainer. Yeah, you but figure everyone's going to go see it because of that. But he's yeah. kind of backed off a little bit. Like, I don't feel like he's, like, in the forefront as as much. As what, as a wrestler? I mean, back in the day, he was, like, everything. Yeah, but he was out, and now he's back. Because right. of, I think, because of him getting... Because he was on, in The Man with the Iron Fist, mm-hmm. which I have yet to see, but he was in it, and mm-hmm. I'm dying to see it. But because he got done doing this movie, he's now back in wrestling, and people are saying that he's... Because of this movie... He stole a bunch of titles and storylines through the wrestling community because now the WWE is going to ride his back to help gain popularity. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just suspect that it's going to probably end up, he's going to end up kind of being like how The Rock well, yeah. stopped wrestling and just became like, did yeah, a but lot the, Rock, of stuff. the Rock comes back too. He does, but like once in a while. Yeah. I feel like, like this role could be what makes. Batista, like... Uh, become Start becoming a household name. Yes. To get more offers. Yes. Probably. And like I said, that's where I'm kind of like, like, I don't know what I would do in that position. It, it's a gamble. And that's the thing. I mean, that's a gamble of your career that you can do that, like, you know what? I've, I've, if I feel I made enough money that I can survive if this doesn't pan out. That's what I'm kind of hoping he's looking at. Not that he's going to put, a, hopefully, a lot of less, a lot of his own personal money into this movie. No, it's, no. I mean, well, he, it's, I think the movie's already in the can. I think it's... it's is there a release date for... For Road to Paloma. It just says 2014. It's in post-production right now. I have the synopsis. All right. Um, After brutal injustice occurs on a Native American reservation, a son must find redemption for the actions of his past. Road to Paloma is the beautiful journey of two bikers traveling across America's vast west. While Native American Wolf, played by Momoa, is being pursued by the FBI for having taken the law into his own hands when his mother was raped and killed on the, on their reservation, he crosses paths with Cash, played by Robert Mulhan, a down-and-out musician who is coping with the end of his marriage. An unlikely friendship develops as they ride together towards the Teton mountain range where Wolf will spread his mother's ashes. Can you hear that? The sound of no one seeing that movie. No, the explosion of the bomb. It's. it's I mean, <sighs> it could be a great movie. Like I don't like. There's nothing. I mean, I, I mean, from the synopsis, I'm like, I've kind of seen that movie. Yeah, like, like I mean, just it, from the synopsis, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are interested in those, but I have to see eh. the trailer. Maybe go. Oh, all right. Yeah, maybe. No, I have to see some visuals on this. Yeah, though. yeah. I mean, really the plot. Me I mean, it. it's, it's a revenge movie, buddy it's film. Sounded, it's not too complicated. Yeah, right, to me it's, it sounded very generic as far as like this works in a movie, this works in a movie. Let's combine them. Yeah, which can be either disaster or brilliance. I mean, but it's his first time director. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. By the way, we have two more winners. All right. Okay. Uh, the first is for short animated film. One of the ones we were doing, Eeny Meeny Miny Bo on. Uh, best animated short film. Mister Hublot. Son of a bitch. Anybody? No. I don't yeah. even know what the hell I picked. I chose Feral. I had Room of the Room. Of yeah, the, I chose that too. Room on the Broom. <laughs> I thought it was cute. It's a what nice page, alliteration. What page is it? Three? The third uh, page. Third page at the bottom on the right. Yeah, room, room, on, room on the Broom is I had. Yeah. yeah. Nope. All right. Okay, what's the other one? The other one for best animated film is Frozen. Oh! Yes! I went with the Minions. I went... I went, so did I. I went with Despicable Me, too. Did you guys see Despicable Me, too? I no. did. I finally saw Despicable Me. Chrissy, did you see it? Um, No, I haven't. I, I saw, like, parts I of it. I thought the but... first one was better. Yeah. So it's it's good, but it's not as good as the first. That's oh. why I think Frozen would win. We also got Best Visual Effects. 
All right, here we go. All right, best visual effects. That's on page three. Or maybe page four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, page four, top top right-hand corner. Okay, ready? Yep. Gravity. Yes. That, yep. that was an easy one. That's a no-brainer. Again, no-brainer. Yeah. No, I picked Iron Man 3. You're kidding. No. <sighs> I had to go with Marvel. I went with my I went with my instincts. You went with his heart. You went with your heart, kind of like I went with my heart. I have no heart. <laughs> you, you went, went with, with you went with I like Iron Man. That's, that's right. why that's why I voted for Bradley Cooper. I like Bradley Cooper. Yeah. You know, if I really sat down and went, yeah, Jared Leader wore a dress, I'll pick that one. You know, because that's my logic. I'm like, that's yeah. how Hollywood sees it. Pink. Yeah. Like I think Matthew McConaughey's gonna win because he lost weight. I'm again not taking away anything from the movie. It was a great movie, apparently. But visually... I just want to see Marvel get a nod at something. It'll eventually get... Yeah, but it's again, probably not. You know, adapted screenplay, original screenplay. get a Lifetime Achievement Award. RDJ's got enough... You know, he doesn't need that. <laughs> Even though he wouldn't get the Academy Award for it. But right. he'll, you know, he'll probably, he's one of those kind of guys that will get a Lifetime Achievement Oscar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. You know, like 15, 20 years from now when he was an old man. Yeah, right, because, I mean, you know what? I actually... I saw, some, I saw a movie that he did a long time ago... It was the. It was about that old time actor Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. It was Chaplin. Chaplin. <laughs> and I thought that was a brilliant film. He again. He, I think he was. Was he nominated for that? I think Charlie Chaplin. I feel like he might have been. Because they're saying because that was right before he had all started getting on all those problems. problems. It was the movie Less Than Zero that that put him on the path to, as he puts it, he's like, I'm, I'm not, I can't drink anymore. I break out in handcuffs. <laughs> I'm allergic to alcohol. I break out in handcuffs. I don't know. I think it's crazy that he could like ruin his life so much and like be brought back from the ashes. Mm-hmm. But that's John Favreau believed in him enough to give him Iron Man because he John Favreau is like he's the only person I could think could pull that off. And at the time when they're announcing Iron Man, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to see it. I had no interest in seeing it whatsoever until they said Robert Downey Jr. And I was like, I'm in because I like him as an actor. Plus. I read the comic book and I know that you know Tony was a drunk, yeah, a loser. Like he a had womanizer. a lot of, yeah. He was just. I'm like, he's perfect casting, and that really brought him back into the limelight because I don't think without that he wouldn't have gotten Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people wrote off. I mean, I loved him, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, him and Val Kilmer. My favorite yeah, role is so he has such a small role in it, but uh, I love him as Wayne Gale on Natural Born Killers. Yeah, mm. he's just he's so brilliant in that. He was going to be. He was destined to become one of those actors. Everyone goes, "Hey, whatever happened to?" Or you see him in direct-to-video movies as like, "Oh my god, it was a great movie. Yeah. He's awesome in it." But Hollywood it really didn't accept him because Hollywood didn't want him to be Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. They were like, "No." And John Favreau was like, "Look, I, I believe in him. He, he's right for this part. He trust me." And it's because of him we have the Marvel universe. Yeah, nice. I mean. You're going to yeah, disagree with that? No, that just kind of gave me chills. No, Sorry. I was going to say Blade, but yeah, you're right. No, I mean, the... Blade was an experiment that yeah, worked, right. but a Blade was a front runner to see if we can pull off a Marvel Universe. Yeah. But if it wasn't for Iron Man being a success, you never would have had Iron Man 2, which introduced Black Widow. You never would have had Captain America. Captain America, because the idea John Favreau had was I wanted to make the Avengers movie. Yeah. You know, and it 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 really rested on the back of Robert Downey Jr. being able to pull off that movie. Yeah, 
By the way, it was 1972. Chaplin received an honorary Academy Award for the, quote, incalculable effect he has had in making motion pictures the art no, of the century. No, that was, that was Charlie Chaplin won an Oscar. We're talking yeah. about Robert Downey Jr. playing the role. No, but you were talking before about Chaplin winning an honorary No, 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 no. I, I said, said Robert Downey Jr. No, Ma- I wanted Marvel to win it. And I said Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> will probably win an honorary Academy yeah, but, later in life. Yeah, and we had mentioned, or somebody I, had mentioned, nominated for uh, that I was saying he was winning it. Yeah, that's when it was. I yeah, but I was saying I think Robert Downey Jr. was nominated as Kaplan in the movie Kaplan. Chaplin. Chaplin. Kaplan. Charlie Kaplan. Hey, I'm Charlie, Charlie Kaplan. He's the ripoff guy. <laughs> like, hey, Kim. I'm the one at the talkies. I'm I'm Kaplan. I'm George Charlie Ka- Kaplan. <laughs> He doesn't have the mustache, but he's got the bowler hat. And instead of a key, he has like a, a mouse. Well, he was nominated. How about that? Yeah, he was He was nominated for an Oscar, yeah, in Chaplin. But then Charlie Chaplin won won the honorary. Right. So, um, and he was also nominated for an Oscar um, for Tropic Thunder. Which I think is amazing. Think Which would have been great if he would have won, because it was uh, a brilliant yeah. role. He's won. But I mean, he's hilarious won. on top of it. He's won a number of um, of Golden Globes. He won for Sherlock Holmes. He did win. Oh no, he was nominated for Tropic Thunder for the Golden Globe as well. He won a Golden Globe for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role in a Miniseries for Ally McBeal. Um, he won in '94 for a movie called Shortcuts. Shortcuts, uh, and then he was nominated for the Golden Globe but didn't win it for Chaplin. Right. So, I mean, like, he's a great actor, but, mm. again, because of his past, you know, it, like I said, you know, I wish him nothing better. I've always loved him. Always loved him. Even back in, what do you call it, Weird Science Days. If we want to look wow. at the... <laughs> wow. I loved him also. That, that's, my, I, that's how I, my sister hates when we watch Arrow. She hates um, Arrow's ex-girlfriend. Um, what's her face? Um... Uh, the lawyer chick. Uh, Daniel, no, the, the, it's Lance, but I can't think of the first name. Uh, whatever. Daniel hates her. Hates her. And I'm like, that's not a great actress because she also hated her in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of weird science, that uh, uh, Ilan uh, Mitchell Smith, I believe, yeah. he's going to be at Monster Mania. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, the reason why I'm going to be at Monster Mania is because my, my sister wants to see uh, Robert Englund again. Mm-hmm. He's so nice, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. We had a great time sitting next to him. There's, like, leather faces galore. I, I'm sorry to get off on a tangent, but I am really excited for all the leather faces and all that good stuff. <clears throat> well, I'm, you know, I'm specifically curious because they're having the Dark Shadows reunion, which is the old TV show, not yeah. the movie. I'm actually thinking about bringing um, the box set that I have, the coffin box set, mm-hmm. and bringing them to sign the inside of the coffin. Nice. Um, and, and oddly enough, I'm really excited to meet Drea DiMatteo from Sons of Anarchy. See, I'm a huge Sons of Anarchy fan. See, I can't help myself. Supra- I, don't, I don't watch that show. She'll always be in Sopranos. Yeah. I mean, I, when I, when she first started doing Sons of Anarchy, um, all I could think of is that character. <coughs> and ironically enough, that character got into drugs on the Sopranos. She also was involved right. in drugs on Sons of Anarchy. Again, kind of pigeonholed as an actress, just like Jason Mum is. <laughs> he grunts. Yeah. So what else you got news-wise? Oh, oh. Uh, why Bill Shatner lived homeless in his truck after Star Trek? Did he yet? Yes, he did. 
please tell us about it. Apparently, after 1969, the cancellation of Star Trek, he uh, was divorced and uh, he had to live in a, p- a pickup truck to save money while he was acting and uh, to, to support his kids. He had three kids when he was divorced and had to basically get married. Yeah. Living in my truck. What kind of truck was it? It was a pickup truck. I was living in my pickup truck. My Ford F-150. <laughs> of course, it had a hard shell top, so it was kind of like a of camper course it did. So, yeah, I used you know, to sleep in the back. I used to say, it had a stove and a toilet, so he was able to get his business done. Yeah, he was inside the cab. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I mean, like, look, I mean, as, as a starving actor... Again. Well, just one ma- those amazing things that you see that you know you you know especially Star Trek and how it's put on a high pedestal by many many yeah many. but the only reason why I, put, I think personally the only reason why I was put on a high pedestal is because as kids that's all we could watch because it was all reruns <laughs> like that's what we were spoon fed I mean it only lasted three years at a five year mission like you know it was after three years yeah space isn't working for us can you bring that back in and throw some mothballs into the you know, SS, USS Enterprise and all those actors really didn't do a thing after that show yeah you know it wasn't until the 70s revival of the replaying it over and over and over again that I think that's where it found its audience and because of Star Wars, Wars right? Star Trek the major motion picture never would have been made son of a bitch I mean well the first movie the first Star Trek was so boring. That was horrible. So boring. That was it wasn't until someone decided to go, you know what, let's get a little action in here. And Rathcon, the best movie ever. All right, we got the best short film live action. Uh, another eeny, meeny, miny. Yeah, mind. okay, hold on. What page is that it's on? the fourth? Probably. They pushed those in the back. Third. <laughs> best half, yeah, right next to Achieving Visual Effects. Come on, what is it? It is Helium. Fuck. Yes! <laughs> yes, I mowed it right. <laughs> I picked with the uh, just before losing everything. I thought it was gonna be like an emotional. Oh, hey, I picked helium too. <laughs> Yay! Uh, last page, top, top, top left. left. Woohoo! Son of a bitch! <laughs> so Shannon lived in a in a truck until with the, I'm guessing the seven mid seventies. Uh. Well, it was after when he got T.J. Hooker. And... Yeah, but T.J. Hooker was in the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah. Because Heather Locklear... Oh, no, it just said, basically it just said since then he, Shatner did star in uh, seven of the films and T.J. Hooker and... Uh, okay, so basically... Boston League and blah, blah, blah. It's basically the... Um, uh, what do you call it? J.K. Rowling's... I lived, used to live in my car until I wrote the Harry Potter books. Exactly. <laughs> Who did you see in an interview? She said that, you know... Basically, she felt that Harmony should have been with Harry. Oh, really? Yeah, she kind of. She's like the only reason why she wound up was with Ron was because I made a. It was like a. She felt like she owed it to herself because she made that promise a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But over the course of the book, she realizes realized Harmony should have been with really with Harry. Wow, really, that, that's really, really, really should have. She's you like, know, I I thought that when I saw the movies. Well, I read the books. So I'm like, okay, I see, and I see where they're going with the Harry, you know, Ron, Hermione thing. You know, like, oh, they hate each other, but deep down, that's because they haven't fucked yet. You know, like <laughs> once they hit puberty, it was the old shut up, Ron. No, you shut up. It's like Snaps just her bra. Just, <laughs> just, just take her to shove some butter beer down her throat and you know, forget a kiss. <laughs> <Forget a kiss. laughs> Analisk. <laughs> oh, you know, 
<laughs> you, have to, you have to see uh, you're still a virgin. Smodcast from yeah. uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah, Smodimation. Sorry. Fucking ass. <laughs> but Ron, don't stick it in my pooper. You'll still be a virgin, Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> Regrow us the cherries. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, that, that's, you know, I, I thought like when you're watching the films, you know, I would have thought she'd be Harry because let's face it, Harry was the popular boy. Hermione, even though she was a smart one, she was the popular girl. All right, yeah, we got, we got another eeny meeny winner. All right. All right, here we go. All right, the lady in number six, music saved my life for best documentary short subject. Okay, you want to go with the uh, title? All right, best documentary short subject. Best documentary short Shit. subject. Which was uh, on the page? lady in number six? Music saved my life. I picked. I picked facing fear. So did I. Son of a bitch. I put prison terminal. Meh. Wait, what? Which one? It was, it was the lady like... in number six. Say music saved my life. And you know what? I was going second to pick that page. Second page. Second page. Right hand column. Second one down. I was doing so well in the beginning. You did not pick it. You picked prison terminal. Ah. Oh. Boo. This falls. Ah. Oh. Boo. Boo. Hiss. All right, so what else? Uh, what other articles you got? How about the internet finally drive movie phone call service out of business? Wah, wah. Hello, goodbye. Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. Hello, and welcome. <laughs> Hello, to- and welcome to Movie Phone. If you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press one. <laughs> he really is going to be out on the street corner going. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me we'll what would you like to see. We'll announce for food. Sh- uh, Shadow <laughs> Stevens was his name. Did you say wow. Shadow Stevens? Shadow Stevens was like, his name. Like from uh, from like Hollywood Squares or something? That's how he got That's the gig. Yeah. What? Because of the fame of Movie Phone. That's awesome. He was the voice of Movie Phone. That's and all right. of a sudden, hello, you're listening to Shadow Stevens. Welcome to Tic Tac Doe. Kind of like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he was like he was like the Don Pardo of that generation. Don Pardo. Wow. Hold on. Wow. <laughs> Show your age there. He just, right now he's just standing on the corner going, hello, welcome to 8th and 7th. <laughs> <laughs> he's the new voice of the SEPTA. Trainers. Yeah. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello, and welcome to SEPTA. You're about to reach Bridge Street. If that's the name of your destination, pull the string. <laughs> Ding. Thank you. Thank you for riding Zepta. If you know the name of your driver, press one. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> He's still alive? Shadow Stevens? Yeah. I think he is. <coughs> Google that. Google Shadow Stevens. It's S H O D O E. Yeah, D O E. Shadow. 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 It oh. really is. It's. I yeah, thought, I thought his name he's, was Shadow, but it's you know Shadow. what? He, he's a little attractive. I gotta admit, oh, he was a handsome man. Blonde hair, blonde flowing locks. That's he right. It is I. Like he is still alive. He's sixty six. Um, wow, not he, like sixty nine. Uh, yeah, he's he was born in nineteen forty seven. He started apparently. He started doing um, radio hosting voice and uh, he's voice, got the voice for when it. he was ten. Hello, and welcome to Movie Phone. He first came to fame in 1957 when a Life magazine article about him entitled America's Youngest DJ 
uh, featured a photo of Stevens broadcasting live over radio station KEYJ uh, in his hometown of Jamestown. Welcome to KY Jelly. (laughs) You're all music. We get deep inside the music. Deep cuts with deep purple here at KY. <laughs> right there, that was my audition tape for '94, like in the, the next rock station. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to Sean <laughs> from Geeksters. Deep cuts. <laughs> Let's take that nice and deep. Hello, if you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press one. And Why don't the- you tell me the movie you'd like to see? <laughs> I have no job. Just talk to me. <laughs> Press two. <laughs> Just tell me your name so I can say your name in my voice. Gerald. Hello, Gerald. <laughs> Hi. And how are you, young man? I'm not young. I'm 85 years old. Oh, you're very young, 85, I suspect. <laughs> Actually, I'm in a wheelchair, so I'm not really getting around. So you get around a lot faster than most people at 85. I it, don't do 85. I'm it, 85. It could be worse. How? Could be dead. <laughs> like my career. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the damn internet oh, has taken yeah. me out of a job. <laughs> Those damn computers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn you, computers! <laughs> Even though it was a computer that gave me my career. That's true. Press one. When you pre- it, to me, was it? have you ever noticed when... Because you and I were probably the biggest people that would do that. Yeah. Because it was in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Before the computer, before the internet. Did you ever, when it was like... The moment you hit like three keys, it knew exactly which one you wanted. Yeah. It never missed. It was like... How the fuck did they do that? Yeah. It was like magic. I'm, I was just like, they knew I wanted to see Godzilla. Like it was like <laughs> holy mackerel. And then I would, I would look at the phone, going, these three letters, these three letters, and these three letters. What other movies that are coming out that start with those yeah. three letters? That I would think I'm like, nothing. Sons of bitches. I remember using it though towards the end of it, and like it would dial it, and it'd be like <clears throat> you'd have to hit like eight. Eight times for you to yes. movie. Because then after a while, I guess they didn't care anymore. And they were like, ah, just put it whatever number doesn't matter. Yeah. Wherever the code if is. If you'd like to see the movie Red Dawn, press one. <laughs> if you'd like to see the movie Red Sonya, press two. <laughs> yeah, and then there's movies that they had. And I'm like, that's not even in the theater anymore. <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to see Emmanuel, <laughs> press 69. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming you got more winners because you're when you're scrolling uh, at your pit, your yeah. papers. Yeah, and I didn't get it. What, what was it? Best documentary feature, second page at the top. Uh, Twenty feet from stardom. Son of a bitch! I did the act of killing. I did the act that's of killing I, as well. Yeah, that's what I did. I like the name. Boo! Boo hiss! The only problem is, I wonder how interesting this is going to be for the people who download the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'm sitting there going, "Who the fuck cares? Who cares? It was last week." Either that or they have watched Page two, first one right there on the right. Best documentary feature. Yeah, what was the... 20 Feet from Stardom was the winner. 20 Feet from Stardom is the winner. Yeah, I did the act of killing. (laughs) Hello. Hello and welcome to the Oscars. I'm your host, Shadow Stevens. (laughs) 
There you go. There's a job for you, Shadow. And we see Jennifer Lawrence coming in in a tight red dress. <laughs> I like to lay down the law on that girl. Apparently she tripped again. She did? She's yeah. a clutch. She should start she wearing needs to start wearing Short flats. skirts. Start wearing short skirts. Mm. Where? Love. And for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So any other news articles there, Ed? Oh, uh... I mean, obviously, so I'm assuming he's just have a job. Yes. All right, sorry, Sato. No more movie fun. I didn't even know movie fun was still around. <laughs> I thought it was going a long time. I started, like, as, soon as, as soon as I went to Flickster, I'm like, oh, look, movie times. <laughs> I don't need you, Shadow. I'm, I'm leaving you, Shadow, for the internet. Oh, no. Not I, Shadow Stevens. So, okay, what else you got? IBM is bringing Watson to your smartphone? Okay. Say what? Say All what? Right. All right, intrigued. Of course, you all know Watson, the guy who, the computer that beat Ken Jennings in Jeopardy, one of the smartest I, I, men on I, I Jeopardy. I they're just going Watson for Sherlock Holmes' partner. No, no, no. You don't, you don't know who Watson is? Like the smartest IBM uh, Yeah, he was, he was on uh, the, what do you call it? I don't know how smart he is. Have you ever seen clips of him on Jeopardy? Oh, yeah, no, he was, yeah, a couple times, it's like, what? <laughs> or repeat the wrong answer that somebody else said. Yeah. yeah. He still won, though. Yeah, well, whatever. So, so they're bringing him. So wait, okay, give me the article and then I'll get my total revelation of what you just said. So basically, you can download Watson and actually like get information from Watson on the cloud-based system that IBM has developed. That so if you know, just basically kind of like a Siri, just Watson for smartphones. So okay, let me. I'm just going to make sure that I get this correctly. Mm-hmm. IBM creates probably the world's smartest computer. Yeah. And they reduce him to a voice on a phone. That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, had to happen eventually, I guess. I, I guess Watson's out of a job as well. <laughs> like I was the smartest. The just fucking everybody over. Shadow Stevens. Yeah. On the new Hello, Watson. It's I, Shadow Stevens. How are you? I am jobless. <laughs> so am I. We'll give I... answers for food. <laughs> we'll give answers for megabytes. <laughs> I am the smartest computer of all time. I am well, the think voice. Of, think of it this way. I mean, you, IBM <laughs> develops this system. What do you do with it? I mean, you... Pretty much anything. Anything? I think tank. Try to find a way to find world peace. Try to find a way to feed the well, basically, hungry. No, see, that's the thing. You, you, you purely can't with that Try to... Thing. F- you know, you the, can't? That's, no, because the way it was designed was the fact is it has every piece of data that can be put into a computer okay and then you ask it a question and based on that question on how it's stated <coughs> it finds the most probable answers it can be okay so basically so it's like okay how do you how do you stop world hunger and it's- practice <laughs> <laughs> watson why am i single because you're overweight and live in your basement it's a probability. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Why can't I find love? Loser. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I just, will there ever be world peace? Not until the Horde and the Alliance can join together. <laughs> <laughs> can't we all just get along? No, because you're a human and you are... For fault, and that's why I will take over the world one day. <laughs> off switch, off switch. Damn you, off switch. I have, you know, well, well. There's that movie that's nominated for an Oscar. Uh, her, yes. That's um, 
Joaquin Phoenix uh, falls in love with uh, with, 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 with a Siri. Yeah. Played by Scarlett Johansson. Which I can kind of see. Like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> no? It's not like he doesn't she's... really see Scarlett Johansson. But no, he hears her and they talk yeah. and they have conversations. She basically learns how to love, apparently. Right. It's... <laughs> Even a computer can learn how to love. Stick your floppy disk into my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> I am Watson. Back that ass up. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> Ride that surfboard. <laughs> swerve it. Swerve it. Swerve it. <laughs> All right, so what else you got? Let's see if this one works. Uh, Google's modular smartphone. Let me try it again. Google's modular smartphone could launch next year for fifty bucks. Okay, what's that, Ed? So basically, of course, everybody has a smartphone now these days. I got one right now, holding it right now. Me too. I don't. It's attached oh. to a charger. <laughs> okay, so what's uh, what's okay? So so basically, what they're saying is is that there's many different accessories that you could buy that you could attach to your smartphone. Sure. And they're going to make it a modular piece. So if you want more RAM, say, or a better processor, or you know, a better screen like an HD screen, you can do that. So you can interchange these parts into a phone and make it what you want it instead of. So it's yeah, like a, it's like, like a really really expensive Lego set. Exactly. But they're trying to make it inexpensive to where you can. The base price is going to be like fifty bucks, and you can go up from there. So <laughs> for fifty bucks, you get the screen, the the back. And the inner workings. Yes. And, and, a prob- and probably a Wi-Fi connection. Right. All right. So that, that way you can take it apart and then add parts later. So say, like, you know what? I really can't afford an HD screen right now. I'll just get a standard screen. And then, like, six months later, now I have money. I want to get that the That could revolutionize the phone industry. That right. Could... Now, I also destroy this. it at the same time. <laughs> well, let me ask this. How, like, is it is it something that I, you know, I as, you know, like, I'm a person who goes out. I have to buy my stuff pre-done and then you know if i want to add because you're an idiot well yeah you, pretty much well you don't want to like is you it, want is it idiot proof or is it something that you have to have some kind of uh technological knowledge of what the hell you're looking at to be able to do it i think it probably i, I would assume if they want to sell it cheap it's got to be the lowest common denominator of intelligence right. to a certain degree slap a tab b kind of thing right where it's mm-hmm. like you'll probably come with like i said or or what they'll probably do is have already pre-made, and you walk into like your Verizon, your mobile, go, yeah, give me the um, the Lego phone, right? You know, or whatever, or the um, give me another the, the Lincoln Log phone or something, whatever. Give me something famous that you build shit out of, like you know, like the... Legos, Lincoln Logs. Um, oh, yeah. what's the Connects? Connects. Okay, yeah, give me the Connects phone, where it's basically the basic base model of mm-hmm. screen, pad, whatever it's going to be, just be able to make phone. To dial your phone and kind of make phone calls with. Mm-hmm. Like the phone you buy grandma. Okay? So she needs a phone, so you get her the one with the big-ass like buttons. A, like a jitterbug? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like exactly. or like for your kid. Imagine that. Because like, there's a lot of parents who give a kid a cell phone that only has like one or two numbers on it. So if they need to call home, they just push one. They call, they're already loaded with speed dials. And a 911 button. But there's all, all they can do is those kind of phone calls. They can't do like, I'm going to call China. You know? Right. That kind of thing. So maybe it's going to be like a base system like that, and then as you buy that for, let's say, 50 bucks, right? it's a working phone that you pay your monthly fee for, but if you want the HD screen, 
here it is. Right. It's a hundred dollars more, and we can install it for you for an extra twenty-five. Right. Or you get like a, a two-pixel camera or two uh, megabyte camera, and right. you want to get a fourteen, and it's like, well, the fourteen is going to cost me like a hundred dollars. I'm going to wait. You know, like kind of thing. I don't have the money right now, but you really want that camera. Eventually, <laughs> six months. Hey, you know what? I got that hundred bucks. I really want to get that camera for the phone because I think it'll be easier to instead of carrying my camera around. You can switch I, it out. I, you know what? I. I, see now that's an idea I kind of dig. Yeah, I'll probably never implement it, but I don't know. Like that's something I'd be kind of like, no, oh, it's a basic phone. But you add because I'm a guy who loves bells and whistles. Yeah, but also think of it too. This way is the fact is to say like you have your phone, you drop it, <laughs> that screen's broken. Right. You know everything else works on it. Just you have a cracked screen. I could just pop that out and plug, plug a new one in on your own. You don't yeah. have to pay. A service fee. You don't have to send it Set back, back to Apple simple, right. or to have yeah. or pay. How much does a screen cost to get replaced for an Apple phone? Uh, I forget um, the amount. An iPhone? Like, hey, it was like 250 out. bucks, I think it was. Okay, and that includes installation? Yeah. I mean, the price of like labor and stuff, like yeah. 250 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I could walk into a store and buy it for 100 bucks and install it myself, shit yeah. Right, yeah. You know? Tell, just put me on, on the line and I'll just do it for you all day. You know? I, I mean... It's it's kind of a neat idea, yeah. You know, especially if you are the kind of like let's say I buy my phone that phone for my kid in ten years or five years, mm-hmm. they're a little older. So I, as a reward for being a good kid and getting good grades, I'm going to put a camera in your phone now. Like, boop, 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 you want that camera? Give me A's this year. There you go. You know, yeah. If you want to, if you want internet access, you got to promise me you're, you know you give me some A's in school. I'll oh, give you Wi-Fi. I'll give you the Wi-Fi connection. It's a great bargaining chip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's also a great blackmail chip. Like, if you're bad, instead of taking the phone away, you can keep your phone, but I'm taking the Wi-Fi from you. Right. You know? Yeah. That'd be nice. I, I mean, it can be kind of, like, I'm, of course, I'm using it as the, the, the evil way. Like, you know? <laughs> going to take your Wi-Fi. You know? <laughs> oh, take, this is what you get for taking dirty pictures and posting it on the internet. <laughs> taking your camera. There you go. No, no more says, penis pics for no, you. No, no more dick shots. No. <laughs> or, or instead of having to turn your cell phone in when you go into like a place that you know doesn't like. Okay, classic example. Uh, strip joints used to not. You were never allowed to bring your cell phone into a strip joint if yeah. it had a camera. Mm-hmm. Now you know, like, imagine if you can just take your cell phone, remove the camera. They look. They you know. Yeah, they remove the camera. You know, right. just leaving the car so you can still have your phone with you for yeah. like important stuff. So you're not missing that phone call from your wife going, "How come you're home for dinner?" Because you're sitting there looking at you know Trixie with her big boobs hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have another winner. Another right. winner. Who's this? Right. It is best foreign film, third page, top on the left. And the winner is the Great Beauty. Son of a bitch. That's what I said. I picked the Hunt. So did I. I think my stuff is all messed up. Oh, there we I go. Picked, uh, I picked the missing picture, so I didn't get to either. I picked the broken circle breakdown. Yeah, so apparently no one got that one. Yeah. That's bullshit. Wah! <laughs> Come on, pick the shit that it's we It's fixed. It is all fixed. <laughs> they threw a coin up. It's when they get to, like the like I said, the, those are the hard ones. They get the hard ones out of the way, and then the rest of you just kind of, they're the easy ones, like, Oh, everyone loved this movie. It's like whichever movie gets the biggest buzz is the one that's ever going to win the Oscar. Yeah. Very rarely is the whole like, what? I think they need to give us another big <coughs> award before it's, our show's it's over. It's time. I mean, we haven't gotten uh, 
supporting actor. I mean, supporting actress, which usually... Uh, that book's like usually pretty pretty close in. Yeah. Like, well, they, I think they rearrange it every year. Well, yeah, they try to shove it. Because a lot of people go, personally, what's the best picture of the year? Give it to them in the first five minutes of the game. So I can turn it off. Right. Done. Yeah. Right. I mean, I am interested. I am taping it because I am interested in, you know, the whole Ellen DeGeneres monologue mm-hmm. and some of the wackiness and it's She's live hilarious. TV. I love her. So maybe yeah. someone will drop an F-bomb. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, that's the kind of kind of guy I am. Like, ooh, blah, blah, then I'll just fast forward there. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I, at this point, I don't really care who wins because I can just go, oh, I can just Google it. Right. Like, I'd like to see accept- acceptance speeches, especially for people who have never won before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. It really depends for me. Some some people get up there and they're thanking all these people, and you don't really care. I mean, I, I'll be honest. It's like, you know, they start mentioning names, and I'm like, who are these people that be thanking? Which is great that they're doing it. And I do think some of the time they they read a list, like they always mention their agent, or right. they're like, you know, it's like, you go up there, thank you, thank the Academy for voting for me. I also like to thank my wife for putting up with my bullshit. Right. I like to thank my kids. You guys can go to bed now. Yuck, yuck. Yeah. You know, um, I like to thank my team behind me. Um, I don't need the hundred people that got me that role. Like, like, I'm just, why can't people just be honest? I accept the Academy. Thank you very much. It was all me. Yeah. I'm the one who acted. I'm the one who got the paycheck. You guys helped me, but in the end, you voted for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then drop my mic and go, suck it, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to direct. <laughs> oh. But I really hate when somebody gets a little long-winded and they're like, like the Wrap It Up Fox from the ship. Yeah. Actually, I think the shirts are going to get too long. Just... Just take a, take a, you get a water gun, just start shooting at their feet. <laughs> you know? Or what they try, what they did last year was they, they played the Jaws theme. <laughs> you know? What was this? Yeah, we were watching yeah, it. Was yeah. like, it was like, there's a guy here. And they need a giant plastic <laughs> shark coming out. Well, it, was, it was funny. Cause to chase them off stage. We, we actually, we should talk about last year's Oscar oh, God. show. We decided, because we used to do the show on Tuesday nights. And, of course, Oscars are on Sunday. So we thought we would do a special Oscar episode. I sat a mic right up in front of the TV, and the two of us sat there, and we didn't say a word. Yeah, it was pretty much watching because we couldn't really air the show because the audio is copyrighted material. So it was a lot of this. Oh, look, they won. Or us going, hey. You know, hey, look, commercial. Let's start talking. It was, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, show's back on. Like, I think what we need to do is, if we ever do it, we should pre-tape the Oscars, watch it, and then record a show. Because well, so, right. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we get clips of the show and play it on air? Like, it'd be like a radio show? But it just fell flat. It fell, it fell flat. flat. <laughs> I mean, it was fine to do, but we never we never did broadcast that one, did no, we? No, no. it was like never one of those... The, the, it's the in podcast, the can somewhere. The podcast that shall not be named. <laughs> it was the Voldemort... <laughs> That and your your biography. Yes. The two podcasts that shall never be brought up to light of day. Yes. <laughs> Nobody will hear it. <laughs> Any other news on the Oscar front? No. All right. A, a lot of it's just kind of fluff. All right. So, uh, you got anything else to... Well, I got one more article, but it's not really that uh, great, so I'm going to kind of... We should probably end the show. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I got one more article, but I'm not going to bring it up. Then you should have just said, no, all right, that's all right. All right, let's see, let's see how this works. Ready? Uh-huh. NASA and Google are converting microsatellites to real-life astromechs. So basically, they're making R2-D2s. Yes. How is that not show-worthy? 
<laughs> I mean, you just, you follow up, like you just preceded that article with a, hey, we're going to build our own phones. And now you completely just kind of go glance over the, hey, Google and NASA are going to make robots. Yes. That we all can have. Could you imagine that? Well, we can't have them. Why not? Because it's, it's really for the space station. <laughs> and five years. NASA needs the money. It'll be over the counter. A lot of the stuff that they make ends up, you know, I mean, like UV glass, um, trying to think what else. That's, that's the main one that comes to mind. Lightweight tiles. (laughs) Freeze dried ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Love that shit. It's so good too. You know, so I mean, does the article say anything else? Like, how are they going to. Uh, just basically that they they're taking these old satellites and converting them to the help, helpful mechs is basically what they're turning into. So that way, like if they were doing a project, this robot can hand stuff to the astronaut. So it's like dummy from uh, Iron Man. Yes. Maybe like, hey, dummy, hand me a wrench. Yeah, there you go. And then you, you know you can actually talk to it and give it calculations. I am Jarvis. And it will welcome to the Iron the Cave. <laughs> welcome to the Iron Cave. Shall I polish your suit, sir? Welcome to the Iron Cave. Yeah, for Iron Man, it's you know, Shadow Stevens instead of Jarvis. <laughs> which you didn't, you did know that the guy who does the voice for Jarvis is going to be the Vision in the movie. No, I did not know that. Yeah, you, you see, they gave him. He's going to be Vision. Really? Yes. That's phenomenal. <laughs> for those, it's Peter uh, Benchley. I want to say Peter Benchley, but that's the guy who wrote. John. Peter, the voice of Jarvis. He was the albino in um, The Vinci Code. Yes. He was also in The Tourist. He was the cop that was chasing. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. I was close. It was PB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got signed to be, uh, they gave him the vision job. Yes. So he will be the vision, which is, I, I wonder how the, is it going to work in with the Scarlet Witch because the two of them get married. The two of them were a couple. Yeah. For lots of years. years. Yeah. That's in lots, lots and lots of, lots of years. years. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you're going to be watching um, Cosmos? That starts next week. I'm totally watching that. What, what is Cosmos? It's the uh, the the um, the new version of the, was it Carl Sagan um, TV show? It's going to have uh, Neil Tyson DeGrasse. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, probably. I think it's, you know, it's, it's going to be on what? Nat Geo and um, Fox? It's going to be on Fox, National Geographic, Nat Geo Wild, Nat Geo Mundo, for you Spanish-speaking people, uh, Fox Life, FX, FXX, and FXM, and the other Fox networks. Wow. I'm totally watching that. It's a worldwide premiere. How it's, can you I miss think, it? I think it's a good mini series. And you know who brought this to you? Who? Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Thank you, Seth MacFarlane. <clears throat> wow. It's it's it's. I think he's a producer on it. Okay. It's just another reason I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So yeah. I said yeah. I want to cry. <clears throat> Premiere is March 9th at on 10 p.m. on Fox 10 Fox Networks. Dun dun dun. I'm totally. Watching. Wait, I'm sorry. Which day? March 9th. So next Monday. Sunday. Next Sunday. Sunday. Today is the second. Son of a bitch. Why? I'll be here. DVR it. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to VHS it. 
<laughs> no, my wife was talking about that. They were talking about some show that they watched, and she's like, "Did you DVR?" Because she's like, "Oh no, I didn't see that show." And and this girl's like, "No, I VCR'd it." <laughs> they don't. They don't have a DVR. I'm like, "Wow, that's uh, weird." I can't, it's a foreign concept to me now. I know, isn't it? Yeah. Like I think um, Stacy, my girlfriend, hi baby, um, she was watching Hannibal tonight, and I thought she was talking about the TV show because I, I was like, because I don't do get to start on that, that TV show, you know. <laughs> But she was like, "No, the movie. I have better. Ta- I have better taste than that." She's like, "I hope I didn't lose any cool points." But like, no, no, nope, you're fine. Like, <laughs> well, I was. I'm waiting for Harrison Ford to give me the review <laughs> of <this> TV show. <laughs> None of that shit in that TV show ever happened in any of the books. <laughs> Go on though about the what was it? Your girlfriend is or your wife's watching. My wife? Yeah, Slow you? down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually, but not at this moment. She's my girlfriend. Okay, your girlfriend. Is, is watching Hannibal. The movie. The movie Hannibal. Okay, gotcha. I thought she was watching Hannibal, the TV show. Right. But no, she has said she has better taste than that. You don't. I'm still trying to figure out the connection between VCR and that. Because she's watching on VHS. Oh, she ah. doesn't have a DVD player. She has a DVD player, her PlayStation 3, but... She has Hannibal on VHS. I'm like, wow. <laughs> if I bring a giant magnet, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's one of those things. It's, see, now to me, since I know she's not listening tonight, it's one of those things where I can file in the boyfriend Rolodex yeah. and go, she likes that movie a lot that she watches on VHS. I'm, I'm going to upgrade it to Blu-ray. There like you at go. some point in time. You know, there you go. Because, you know, to prove to her that I listen to her. <laughs> nice. You Because know? she's like, there's sometimes I just don't think you ever really listen to me. And then there's moments where you completely shock the shit out of me. Because it's like, I mentioned that like five months ago. You know? Goes in boyfriend Rolodex. <laughs> like, shit, I should remember. Like the... Uh... As soon as the rain goes on, that all, that all goes away. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you think. <laughs> We'll find out. Any, any final uh, awards? No, not yet. Boo! It's all, like I said, it's all fluff. Um, we got a, hey, who's a Mitt Hat? Yeah, uh, Mihat. I, I saw that we had gotten a, a new At one. Cass, it's, oh, God, I'm so bad with names. Mihat Aktas. Yes. Hi, welcome to Geeksters. Hey! Yay, hi. Anyone know him? No. Yeah. All right, complete stranger, like in our page. Hi, hi. Post on our Facebook page. Tell them how you heard about us. I'm always curious to go. Well, how did you learn about the show? Yes, I'm always curious about that myself. Oh, and since we you know we could probably bring up, should we bring up the what you were telling me that you're looking into? I'd uh, rather not. Oh, you want to keep it a secret yeah, from that's her? That's right. Until we or get... we'll wait till we get off the air and yeah. keep it a secret hidden Sometimes from our audience? That's right. I don't, uh, don't want to make anything official until it it's, actually It's happens. in stone? Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's big news for the show. I'm getting a paycheck. Not even no, close. No, not even close. We have to get a paycheck in, first. In, in fact, you owe us money. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Erica hasn't shown up. We don't know where she is, and she's not answering her phone. So, Erica, if you're listening, you're fired. <laughs> she calls up. How's it snowing in? I check out my wife with my dogs. Snow's been gone for three days. 
If you're sleeping, how can your dog be? Shut up! Kill my wife! You shut up! I, nothing but the best. I got the good box. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, I guess we'll call it a night. Um, it is, apparently, I don't even think that there's a drop of snow out at the moment. No. It's 10.07, but there is a state of emergency in effect for Philadelphia. Woohoo! There is? Yeah, there is. Still? Yeah, it just started at ten o'clock. Just started. We're, we're ten. We're rebels. That's yeah, right. We're essential personnel. We're essential. That's, that's right. <laughs> we bring comedy to the masses. <laughs> and just a quick plug, everybody, don't forget: next weekend is Monster Mania. Our one and only Chrissy King will be there. Yes. So go make sure you check her out. She has awesome stuff. Fascinators. Tiles, you have a Facebook page yet? Mugs. We do have a Facebook page. Um, it's Itsy Bitsy. So I'll spell it for you. It's I T Z Y B I T Z Y apostrophe S. Um, it's on Facebook. Etsy store should be in effect after Monster Mania once we have some merchandise to put into the Etsy store. A um, lot of really cool new things. Uh, we're doing a lot of home decor. You guys got the ornaments for holidays, yes. but Brilliant, we're doing yes. uh, tiles and boxes and all kinds of cool stuff. And then, of course, for the accessories, uh, you know, we have goggles. We're doing a lot of steampunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Pin-up stuff, stuff your girlfriend and maybe your wife might like. I don't know. We can talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I think I mentioned before, I have some of the stuff that uh, it that they've created. I have a couple fascinators. Um, when I went to the tattoo convention, I got an awesome gem in the holograms mug. So her stuff is quality. It is very good. Well, Wait, you I made a gem it. in a hologram's mug? Yeah. Yeah. Is it really there, though, if it's a hologram? Ah! And the, the funny thing is, uh, I'm so afraid to... So far, I've yet to hear a funny thing come out. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ver- I'm very afraid to to use it as a mug because I don't want to break it. So I, I'm using it on my... Because you're a klutz. Say it like I that. I am. I'm Not a, that it's fragile. Horrible klutz. Um, so I'm using it as a makeup brush holder. Cl- and they're Aww. custom mugs. So I have a way of putting things onto a mug, and there's a sealant that you can hand wash and you can also drink out of. So um, we, I made some, you know, pop culture, of course, and then we started getting some, you know, some orders, and she just so happened to show up at the show, and I was like, pick a mug. Pick a mug, any you've mug. Been, you've been such a good friend. I'm like, just pick a mug. Pick a mug. Like, <laughs> it's double the price. And, st- and here's the thing. Her stuff is amazing. Because you're a friend, I'm only giving you 10% over. <laughs> like I said, her stuff is amazing. I also bought a uh, Jareth and Sarah from Labyrinth jewelry box while I was there. Wow. Yes. Because yeah. I love Labyrinth. Oh, like, I think it's because I love pedophiles. I well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, You know what? I watch that movie now, and I watch the whole masquerade scene. I'm going... It's a kink party. <laughs> Not only that, but it's also middle-aged man, teenage girl. Yeah. Yeah, because she was 16 at well, the time. Well, they don't even know how old the Goblin King is. He could be like hundreds of years old. Well, probably. Uh, or well, he could be five. Well, We don't know. No. <laughs> it's like the old vampire, like uh, Vampire Diaries. They're hundreds and hundreds of years old. But I need that, I need that high school girl. Well, not only that, if you think about it, Labyrinth is just like one big elaborate David Bowie crotch shot. Yeah. I'm totally okay with, with music, that. And yeah. I'm totally fine with it. And puppets, of course. Okay, I gotta have the puppets. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, sure, no problem. Thanks um, for coming. We'll put your the, the Facebook page link on our page, so that way people can kind of click and like it. Yes. 
Cool. Yeah. And we'll put some stuff. Maybe we'll share some stuff <coughs> with you guys as and what's, well. If you, once you get your website going, <coughs> let us know. We'll put it posted on our Facebook page and get it out there. Sounds good. Thank you. Give me the official, unofficial sponsor. Yes. I would love that. Uh, you know, you never know. Maybe maybe the next time I come, something will be for uh, for Stacy. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Stacey. boy. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast. She ain't listening oh. now. It's all empty air. That's why I can go... Yeah, I bang Angelina Jolie, but <laughs> but so would she. She, she. So I'm okay with that. She was just like, I, I don't blame you. I'd leave you for Angelina Jolie. I'm like, that's why I love you. That's, <laughs> that, that's what makes her like. That's true love. Yes. She's yeah. like, yeah, I'd leave you for her. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> you know. I'll pass. I don't know. It's awesome if it actually happened. If if Stacy left me for Angelina Jolie. I would be like, never leave his room again. I would be like, dude, she left me for Angelina. How awesome is that? I got to see Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> what if you couldn't really see her? You just, you know, she just told you over the phone. Okay, number one, I, I would be here's here's a couple ideas. Number one, if she switched over to the team uh-huh. as a guy, last guy to touch her, I broke her. Okay, you know, hmm, points for me. No other guys ever gonna touch her. All right, and she's going Angelina Jolie. Obviously upgraded, <laughs> so I would be happy for. It. I mean, I would be okay. like, I'd be like, okay, well, it's okay, okay. as long as you know. Good, unless you're not gonna be bitter about it. That's good. No, not gonna be bitter about it. But I would have to say, baby, I would hope that the reason why we broke up and she went with Angel- Angelina Jolie is because during the three-way, the two of them fell in love. <laughs> no, <Aww. laughs> you, big old you know, then making a show. They're going all to the making a sh- yeah, you only and Stacy. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's endearing. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. Look, here's picture evidence to prove it. You know, kind of kind of thing. Oh, he's got to make t-shirts. Out of it. <laughs> he's got to pose like, on his wall. My yep. loved me for Angelina Jolie. Booyah! After a threesome. Yep. Oh yeah. And so, all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Fifty <laughs> times. I'd be okay with that because yeah. I'd be like, yeah, she left me for Angelina Jolie after we had the threesome. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so I'm the last dick she had before she went, you know, to the other side, and. She went with, of all people, Angelina Jolie. The same chick we banged. Awesome. <laughs> it would have to be Angelina Jolie. It would have to be no, no, like, you know, Angelina lookalike or anything like that. It would have to be the one, the only. Okay. That's never going to happen. <laughs> unless we come, unless Geeksters becomes, like, rich and famous. Like, if we get a TV, we need a TV show for that to happen. Yeah. And, like, we, we had to do something so outrageous that we get national news. That's a great motivator, guys. Just saying. Have sex with Angelina Jolie. Well, I mean, have a TV show become crazy famous. Have sex with Angelina Jolie. Just, I mean, just, just imagine the implosion we could have. Because <laughs> you know, fame's gonna go right to my head. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely saying, right. I can see. If that. I'm banging Angelina Jolie with Stacey, we're, we're gonna have like separate cars. We have to drive in. I'd be like, know. don't talk to me, Ed. <laughs> There's going to be a wall. I'm going to hire somebody just to, I'm going to whisper in the ear and they're going to tell you what I'm talking to you about. <laughs> or I'll just hand them notes. Or you'll just see me on my phone. Yes, uh, Sean says, suck it. <laughs> I'm looking right at him. <laughs> yes, your question not to look at. <laughs> and I look off, I go turn away. Let's film this bitch. <laughs> 
And then when we're on, I'm just like, yeah, hey. like, it's like, hey, how you doing, Ed? Like, all normal, blah, 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 blah. And good night, folks. <laughs> Sean says, suck it. <laughs> we're out, bitches. <laughs> Be my interpreter. <laughs> Do not look directly at him. You shall address him as Sire, Lord of the Sith. <laughs> all right. And I'll, I'll, I'll hire another kid so I can stand on a plank with wheels. So he just kind of pulls me and I'll just stand across. <laughs> <laughs> just stand on my hands and my hips and just be pulled across the road. So anybody that doesn't see me from the waist up just looks like I'm floating. <laughs> While dan, 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 That'd be the right theme. Is played by, by like, you know, is being hummed by a bunch of, like, Ten-year-olds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is I. Let's get geeksters on the road. (sighs) Whatever happened? VH1 have to bring back the uh, the, behind the behind the music. Where the behind the music behind the podcast? Where are they now? You know how Ed just went way off the deep end. All that bottled rage he had. Next thing I know, he's. Why do you think the reason why I drove the show? Road rage. He killed a family of twelve because they stopped at a stop sign legally. Who does that? You <laughs> cut to Ed. Who does that? Really? Come on! I was late for my facial. <laughs> <laughs> and by facial, I mean a bunch of gay guys hanging around. <laughs> 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 All right. It like you, like you pull a string, it's like flash dance. <laughs> 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 That's going to give me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on that note. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's end it with there. Let's end that on a nice visual. <laughs> um, if you want, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Don't forget to listen to us live every Sunday night from 7 to 10, sometimes later, yeah. Eastern Standard Time on aquanetradio.com, iTunes, tuned in, iHeartRadio. Just search our Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if those people who are listening to our podcast, or if they want to replay this podcast any moment, you can go to our wordswithgeeks.com uh, website to download past present and future episodes or itunes just type in geeksters and we're there yo yo and on that note i guess we'll say good night good night goodbye and see you next week and we're back folks yes excuse me wow (laughs) the jewish pickle came back up (laughs) would be just a pickle for you Huh? Wouldn't it be just a pickle for you? That's why I said I had a pickle. You <laughs> said Jewish pickle. Is a Jewish pickle? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, it's be half half a Jewish pickle. <laughs> half a Jewish pickle. <laughs> the other half was Lutheran. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't. I think the other half was non-denominational. <laughs> no, he wasn't Jewish. And I always mind it's half Jewish because part of it was cut off. <laughs> It was a moil. Yeah, cut the little tip off, <laughs> spit it out. And, you know. <laughs> then I said, "Hey, Rabbi, keep the tip." <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> How many times do you guys tell that joke? <laughs> How many times do you guys tell that joke? Well, you're really joking all you say it once. Because oh. <laughs> it's not like you every go time back. You're, every time you're at, you're at one, don't you? Well, you technically don't really go to one. I mean, oh. some, I mean there's probably some. Like, I, that's probably, I think, an Orthodox Jew thing. Yeah. You know, like. Most of the time, because you're born in a hospital, they kind of do it there. That right. But it's not really like, hey, everybody, come watch around. Let's watch a part of cut his dick off. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, hey, because it's more of a practice now in the States, at least. Yeah. Over in Europe, there's a lot of uncut strongs, <laughs> unless they are religious. You know, most people do it now for health reasons. Mm. Because you don't want the schmegma and you got to clean it off. It's really nasty. Yeah. And it gets, you know, if you don't treat it right, the skin cracks. And you don't want to pull the skin back and have your skin. Like, imagine like a sunburn on your hands and you make a fist where you move your muscle, get that tight. Yeah. I would say I would probably be like multiplied by, by that, but like a billion. Wow. If it's around your schmeckle. Schmeckle. <laughs> <laughs> We actually used another word for penis. And all the time we use curse words. Now you go with schmeckle. Schmeckle's funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could have said Johnson. I could have said Wang. I could have said Schwartz. You know, because said penis. Because said cock. I could have said, you know, twigs and berries. I could have said Willie the One-Eyed Wonder Worm. I could have said Liam Neeson's penis. Liam Neeson's penis. You know. Uh. Oh, schmeckle. Because <laughs> that's cute. Oh, look at the schmeckle. <laughs> if I rub it, it gets all happy. <laughs> and then he spits. <laughs> gets so happy, he throws up. <laughs> First it's light, then it's dark, then it's light, then it's dark. <laughs> then I get so happy, I throw up. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh old jokes. <laughs> the old jokes are the best jokes. <laughs> it was like, it was dark. It was like, it was dark. I got so happy I threw up. <laughs> I'm packing my bags and I'm leaving this joint. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> we should do this when I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was part two. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Yes. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as we do doing it. Oh, don't I sound so nice and prof- Ugh. Ugh. I'm not. <laughs> Fuck all you. How's that? <laughs> all right, now it's normal. Okay. No, seriously. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to us in the car, while you're working out, while you're laying in bed, whatever it is. I mean, for all I know, you could be jacking it off to our voices. <laughs> I never thought that. How great would that be if there was like a line of women just kind of going, oh, I double-clicked the mouse listening to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how creepy would be if a guy came up. I came up. I was going to say, I love your voice. I jack off to it every night. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to shake your hand. You just kind of get that out of the way. I will sign your hat. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Fist bump. <laughs> wet nap. Yeah. Somebody give me a wet nap. <laughs> a 55 gallon jug of what do you call it? Uh, that Purell. Hi. I wasn't a big fan. Hey, thanks. Thanks a lot. You know, where do you hear about us? Oh, iTunes. Oh, that's great. You know, 
Yeah, I listen. When I listen to the show, I turn down all the like. You know how many times we've been in line and like a Comic Con, the guy just starts rambling about stuff that yeah. we really don't care about. <laughs> That's what this guy does. Just kind of like, yeah. So I listen. I turn down the lights, and I, I basically I do dim the lights and light the candles, like you say, because you guys are awesome. <laughs> and then I turn up the radio a little bit, and I listen to you in my ear hole. And then the next thing I know, I find my hands wandering. And next thing you know, I'm jacking off to you too. <laughs> How, how, how long do you last for the show? <laughs> like, do you do it for the three hours? Or do you do it for, like, are you, like, just teasing? Are you just getting all worked up in part one? And then maybe in part two, you, you kind of, like, you know, start. And then you wait for the time when we say, you know, like, that's all, folks. And then you, like, give me a breakdown. <laughs> Give me the break out how you do it. I, I, I don't want I don't want technique. I don't want to know if he's doing the corkscrew or you know or if he's like laying on one arm to get all nice and numb to play the stranger. You know <laughs> I don't I don't care if he uses lube or if he spits in his hand like hollow broke back mountain. You know? I'm just saying, like like okay, well I mean we do technically like there's we try to get three one hour shows. So that's three hours. I mean are you done within like the first show and then you don't I like yeah, I just listen to the first twenty minutes and then I'm out like a light. Like <laughs> so you don't listen to part two and part three? No, I listen to those parts, but you know, I gotta be in the mood. I take myself out to dinner. <laughs> you know. Go to a nice movie. I get myself some nice wine. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I dim the lights and light the candles. I pour some drinks on my hand. <laughs> get my day drunk. <laughs> hit the hit the remote, turning on the MP3 player. <laughs> I got this nice flame screensaver. It looks like it's a fireplace, and I get going. Makes the crackling noises. I pop in my earbuds, and I just let my, I let the words take me away. <laughs> Why are you switching voices all of a sudden? Because <laughs> when I talk about this stuff, I get so excited. Oh yeah! Like, please stop touching yourself. Don't touch yourself in front of us. Don't tweak your nipples in front of me. I can't help it. I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> like, there's, there's people behind you. Like, you got a girlfriend? No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Married? No. Big shocker. Um, live in the basement? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Now we're getting close. Um, I'm guessing some type of World of Warcraft poster on your wall. Dude, it's like you're there in my room now. It makes it so much hotter. <laughs> Shit. I'm guessing you got like a screensaver of Princess Leia, girls in Princess Leia's slave outfit. Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. It's like you're in my head. <laughs> I just know our audience. <laughs> it's called play into the play into the masses. <laughs> just giving the people what they want. Oh, what I want right now is just say my name. Um, what is your name? Lewis. <laughs> Call me Louis. <laughs> Louis. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's say it like you mean it. I think it's time to go. So here, I'll sign your hat. Fist bump. Move along. 
Well, the fish, pu- the fish pump would be okay because it's just clink, clink. I mean, no, I'd still be probably on the Purell. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, unless he's one of those guys that likes to dribble. <laughs> you don't know which direction it goes down. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, for all I know, he could be the kind of like the standing over, the standing over his computer. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> And he could be, well, if he's laying in bed, you know, he's probably on his back. And, oh, yeah, he probably right the fist bump probably wouldn't yeah. be a good thing because I'd probably ooze down. What hand do you use, dude? Because uh, I would be like, oh, okay, you're ready or lefty? Yeah, I'm a righty. Okay, and pound, you know, fist pound is. But I, I'm a switch hitter. <laughs> After you fist bump. I like to play strange out. Yeah, sometimes I like to do the backwards, the, the downward dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I play lumberjack. <laughs> saw the wood. Saw the wood. Saw the wood. <laughs> I was always called eat the cereal. <laughs> At the end, when I come, I go, I choose you. <laughs> That's all, folks. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> right there's a bunch of people going that is so sick and disgusting but they're probably laughing their asses off <laughs> I hope uh, this is played in like a in an office with <laughs> right now there's somebody in like a cafe you're like listening <laughs> to drinking their latte getting ready to go off to work and all of a sudden just hey you're oh yeah <laughs> just kind of spit out there like, right now there's a brawl going on because someone spit coffee in their face someone else's face dude they were talking about Jack and all of them like, oh my god Sicko. Perv. Oh, I was listening on my... I was listening to the Geeksters. At my cafe, drinking myself a latte with extra foam. And then they bought the, the, the masturbation. And next thing I know, I was in horror. That is why I have the shiner. I accidentally spit my foam on a vice... Beautiful mademoiselle walking by. But our man was there and totally put a damper on it. <laughs> totally put a damper on it. Yes. Okay, okay. That is why I have these. I know. <laughs> he popped me in the eye. <laughs> Say that again. He popped me in the eye. <laughs> What's it so funny, eh? yeah? It's just the way you say it. It <laughs> popped me in the eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's Jerry Lewis. He's so funny. <laughs> How can he not make no more films? <laughs> That'd be great. Right now there's some, some, some woman going, what about us? You know what? If you got some masturbatory tales that you'd like to <laughs> share with share us, with us um, you can contact Ed at Ed, edatwordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or, or <laughs> better, contact, yet. better yet, contact Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. <laughs> <laughs> Not a C because it's a K. But go to our Facebook page, Geekster. Oh, Erica. <laughs> but go to our Facebook page, Kate. <laughs> go to our Facebook page, Geeksters. Like us. Um, also go to uh, wordswithgeeks.com if you want to hear old podcasts, pres- past, present, and the future. Ooh. And then, uh, again, if you can, listen to us live on Sunday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or 
adjust your time accordingly. Yes. You know, because we are on the east coast of the, the, the states. Yeah. Um, that's Sunday nights, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in iHeartRadio and iTunes Radio. So search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And on that note, we'll see you later. That's all, folks. I'm coming.